Konichi, what's going on everybody? My name is Jamal Sakaro. My name is Jerron Gaddis. And we are the Wannabe Boo Podcast, where you bring the latest and greatest game and anime news, reviews, and waifus for laifu. Make sure you keep up with us on our Facebook and Twitter. Just search W-A-N-N-A-B-E-A-B-O-O on those sites if you want to keep listening to us. As always, you can find us right here on Anchor.fm. Thanks for sponsoring, as well as Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, Apple Music, Podcast Addicts, Pocket Cast, and any other place that hosts our RSS feed in most recent episodes. And if you want to catch us with extra content, make sure to find us on the Patreon, TikTok, YouTube channel, and Twitch, where both of us will be streaming occasionally. And as always... Oh, wait, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <coughs> and welcome, God damn it, to mm-hmm. episode 205. God. Yo, Mel's a little sick. A little sick, you know. It, Turn of the new year, you know, turn of uh, 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 se- seasonal uh, contagions, you know. Mm-hmm. So, more like plague at this point. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, what what was happening around in the in the twenties? It was the, the the depression and then something else. Polio, right? Right? Polio was yeah, a yeah, pol- yeah, gonorrhea, syphilis. Yeah, so you know the the big hitters, you know the OGs. Um, but right now we got Omarion and uh, uh, Influenza, so. Yeah. Omarion. <laughs> <laughs> Omarion. Uh, You're right. But how are you, Jaron? How, 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 how was your New Year? How was your holiday? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, well, I guess that's a good then. Uh, no, no. Uh, Christmas was Christmas was not. Oh wait, we talked. We had a Christmas episode, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we, did. we talked about Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Damn. New Year, new. Um, I didn't do much. Oh, that's okay. I didn't do much either. Just a small gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, got drunk, as usual. You know. As you do. As I do. Got intoxicated. I think I know why, where I also got sick in general because I kept going in and out of the house while sweaty. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, that do it since it was cold as balls up there. Yeah, it was pretty cold. Like, I, and then, granted though, it was really hot in here, so I feel like we should have turned off the heat so that we could have just used our normal body heat as the heater. Honestly, because so, I, I remember I had to keep going in and out of the house because I was just so hot. But at the same time, you know, you don't go outside in like uh, in the teens temperatures while you're sweaty and just wet in general. Especially not when you're drunk, so you barely feel the cold. Yeah, exactly, because it fucks with your senses. So mm-hmm. I definitely got a, a good whiff of that old uh, uh, cold flu contagion, which I haven't actually gotten sick in a while. So this is the first time I've gotten sick in some time now. Mm-hmm. Have my usual fever dreams when I do get sick. Uh, all, all, all good things. All good things. Um, but as you all know, uh, turn of the year, new year, new anime. We went through uh, this season, uh, next season's uh, anime. But we had to take our time and prepare for uh, the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, which will be coming out in sometime in February. But since Crunchyroll so wants to be, you know, uncultured and not invite people with actual taste. All right. We decided to have our own little mock uh, wannabe Yubu Anime Awards. Uh, no nominees, just straight up like what we think should be uh, the winner f- per category. This is based off of the 2021 categories that uh, Crunchyroll had last year. Mm-hmm. So these are based off of that and also based off of what we watched as well as what is completed in 2021. So 
uh, series like that's that's currently go- ongoing right now do not count, unfortunately, because it hasn't right, so, finished yet. Yeah, so for example, no uh, Ozuma King, no... Uh, what else is fucking... Uh, Platinum season? End. Platinum End. But everything else is fair game, because they end it. Yeah. So... Oh, and uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, because they already won last year. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, they that wouldn't be fair. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna do this good old fashion, uh, the good old fashioned way, uh, like we just like how we started all those years ago, uh, but with our own uh, list, our own correct opinions. So I'm kind of hoping that we get like different results between two weeks. I know so that... we will. I know we will. <laughs> just so that we can really discuss why we think why we think it's so you know save for a couple i know i know we're gonna have a lot of them that are very similar um but well i mean you know what maybe never mind maybe not maybe, maybe not. not i don't I know. know uh we'll start from the bottom though with the which is a uh, best fantasy i can at least assume we'd have the the same anime of the year i hope so i don't know <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to see we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll see. see okay so starting from the beginning bottom up uh, mm-hmm. best fantasy. Fantasy, and I guess you can. Uh, the way we do our categories, or at least the way I'm interpreting, is best fantasy is the best kind of world building slash like uh, mysticism to their world. I guess mysticism or 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 or, or um. Be- uh, 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 best imagination to the world. Okay, gotcha. Uh, my interpretation was more so kind of more traditional fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I kind of lean towards it mentally. So well, you're a bitch. Huh? <laughs> um, I'm, uh, that's why I lean leaned where lean leaned more when I came up with my choice. Okay. So, want to go first? Uh, you go first first since yours was more traditional. Okay. Well, so. For best fantasy for me, uh, considering the more traditional route, uh, Mushiko Tensei specifically part two. Like for for the demon cotton and everything. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Specifically part two, just for the literally the them traveling the whole the whole adventure squad that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So you just appreciated the the the. That literally the more traditional fantasy idea, and they're just like actually yeah. like molding it very very well yeah like it, it really it honestly felt like a nice little like uh like uh one shot campaign that you and your buddies are kind of going around in. you just happen to be going from continent to continent you know i don't know if that'd be one campaign you're going continent to continent though you don't think so no that's that's that <laughs> that that's a whole that's a couple that's a couple years worth of campaign there oh okay i got you <laughs> You got to remember, sometimes shenanigans take most multiple sessions. That's true. That's definitely true. Probably a lot more brothel visits, especially with a Rudy character. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm going with. Look, after fucking um, uh, interspecies reviewer, like there's, <laughs> there's 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 no there'd be no end to the brothel visits. Every single fucking city. Mm-hmm. Just the local red red light district. Local red red light district. No humans. That's not fun. It's either scales or fur, my dude. (laughs) No, not that either. No? (laughs) Nope. Okay. Unless it's only in part. Okay, so not entirely, but just incorporated. Monster Girls. Yeah. 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 I just didn't know what your fur to scale ratio was. 
it's admittedly it's a little blurry towards the middle, but okay. I mean, it's uh, fair, you yeah. know. But more more towards hum- humanoid or or more more so humanoid. Okay, gotcha. That's fair. All right, so Mushiko Tensei, ten, 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 specifically part two, specifically part two, uh, demon arc, demon, demon continent arc, and I guess it also went into a. Uh, uh, no, I guess that yeah, that's the primary primary part of it. Mm-hmm. My choice for fantasy was Sunny Boy. Mm, okay, Sunny Boy, because. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so there, there have been plenty of shows that do like the whole multi-dimensional kind of deal, where like uh, the entire story is told over multiple worlds. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if if uh, oldie, then I'm gonna throw throw at a lot of people here that probably might not know is um, I might not uh, 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 Sakura, not Car Captor Sakura. Uh, uh, no, Subasa Chronicles. There we go, Subasa Chronicles. Remember that by Clamp. Subasa Chronicles. You remember that? It's it's this is like this is like peak 2003 2004 anime. Oh god, hold on. Uh you're making me Yeah, we're 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 fucking the, we're taking the archives it back. here. Yeah, we're going through the fucking archives. But Subasa basically for those that don't know, I've never watched um, this actually. It's basically a show where um the adventure takes part in multiple worlds. And Sunny Boy does that but on acid. Like it <sighs> I don't. They don't fuck around. They don't fuck around. The mad whoever came up with this, whoever sat down and said, "I'm gonna write this." Every single world's gonna have their own fucking thing. There's gonna be a whole fucking religious cult minor place where everyone's building a bunch of steps going up to God knows fucking where, and everyone's just settled in to just do this for the rest of their goddamn lives. By the way, everyone's a fucking uh, high school student because everyone's disappeared from some uh, parallel universe or another. At the exact same time, <laughs> like, so but rad. not at the exact same time because some of some of them are thousands of years old, but still high school students. Fucking who cares? Fuck it. It's like the rapture, but on acid. Yeah, it's it's the rapture, but in high school for Japanese kids, <laughs> in in different parallel universes of the same fucking school. God damn. Like I don't, I don't think an acid trip. Is, I think an acid trip is probably the <laughs> the most simple way you can describe it. It's I I I literally can I I can't like I don't. Like at again at at Sunny Boy's center, the the setting makes some sort of sense. Every world has its own kind of rule, and you just kind of live by that rule or whatever. Otherwise, it's just fucking who gives a shit. Everyone has some sort of fucking weird power that's different from everybody else's. Some people can split themselves and fight fight each other because they're fucking they hate they 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 consider themselves brothers, but one wants to be dominant over the other. Some people can heal heal others but then their whole fucking world comes crumbling down when there's incurable crystal disease starts turning people into crystal meat lumps and then the fucking god of war is some fucking shysty piece of shit coward and is also somehow the this kid that threw himself off an infinite uh, cliff and once you kill him you the I don't know <laughs> I don't know like, <laughs> From what it sounds like, I don't. Even, I don't even know if you can even spoil this. <laughs> I, I, I could not. I could tell you everything that happens in this show, and you wouldn't. And you watch, and you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" What? <laughs> I could tell you everything that happened, and I, you still wouldn't understand. I don't understand. 
but that's how good I think the fantasy of it was. It was just so alien. Everything about it was alien in such a kind of familiar way because, again, they're doing the whole every character is a high school student because why not? But they really fucking took that and spun with it. Like, like I said, certain people reach fucking enlightenment. They've been in these parallel universes for so goddamn long. Jesus. Like, it's it's insane. I, uh, I fucking loved it. I absolutely loved it. The artistry behind it was just so over the top. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think Sunny Boy is my is, is definitely my pick for best fantasy. Uh, All right. Honor, I, I guess honorable mention would be uh, um, the Edaton deities only no peace. So I can't remember that one. <laughs> you didn't watch it. I didn't, but I, it sounds. I, I told you about it. I've told you about it. Have you told me about it? Yeah. Another good, decent fantasy, but that one's, it's a bit, it's a lot more grand. No, no, never mind. It's not that much of a fantasy. It, it takes place, quote unquote, in the real world. Well, no, it doesn't. It's a fantasy world. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it, it, it's modeled after the real world, but with some bullshit. So oh, okay. I don't know if that counts. So Maybe not. Modernized fantasy. Modern. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Modern fantasy. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like when they use All magic right. in like, in like, little, like uh, toaster appliances or some shit, you know? Like that. I mean, no, it's more like um, the fantasy of the gods that kind of preside over the world. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So they're all a bunch of pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right. Uh, up next, uh, I'm going with best VA performance for English right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, granted, I haven't as you know, I am, uh, I'm, I can read, so I, I don't uh -huh. really have time, I don't really have uh, a lot of opportunities to really listen to English voice actors or actresses do their thing, which I'm sure they're doing great. Right. Um, though there probably is only, I, I can only, I put down this one because this is the only performance I've heard that I, and that I actually saw in person, actually, too. Okay. So. So you're simping just because you met him. Wow. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> That was the only performance I ever saw. This is it's based off of literally only one one account. Okay. So, you know what? You know what? It's 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 about as non-biased as it gets. <laughs> I I guess <laughs> I suppose. So, uh, Jonah Scott. Uh, he also if, if uh, he's mostly known for uh, voicing Legoshi from Beastars. Gotcha. Did you watch it in English? No, but I did see a few clips of it in, in English. He's he's, okay. he's pretty good. Yeah, he did he did a pretty well pretty good job for uh for Legoshi for that kind of character type, you know. Kind of that lack like passionless voice. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's who I'm going with. What about you, Jaron? I'm going with uh, uh Mr. What's his name? Uh Josh Petersdorf. Ooh. Is that English? <laughs> I, 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 I think so. It was a little hard to find <laughs> who he was. I want to say yes. Okay. Um, just, as long for, as, just as long as that's not like the German dub or something. Well, let me... <laughs> let me... Let me... Let me, let me, let me double check. 
Well, uh, so basically, it's it's the uh, it's the English voice actor for um, a ca- Tom Bucho from Agretzuko. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've been watching that. Okay, so yes, I think it is the English voice actor. Okay, gotcha. I think, think maybe. Uh, he's just got this fucking deep, gritty voice that I just fucking adore. Um. I, it's just it, it's it's such a it's such a like a like a like a it, it, he he takes let me see what's what's the word he perfectly encapsulates shitty boss mentality oh, in a okay. voice just so fucking well gotcha. I love it I absolutely love it and it, it's so, like I said it's so deep and just fucking smooth is better <laughs> like, smooth as fucking butter like good black company representation yeah. But he's white. Oh, no, 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 yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I, I, I went two different directions. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, the term "black company" is usually known for, uh, like, uh, like office spaces, or yeah, office spaces that, that that companies are known to like not really treat their uh, workers too well, hmm. or overwork them, that kind of thing. So, yeah, where you get maybe one day off. After working twelve hours yeah. a day, so if that, if that. Um, but next up is going to be the opposite for best uh, VA performance for the Japanese. So this, this one was a little hard for me. Okay, this one I kind of, ironically enough, for this one, this one was I chose this voice actress specific and 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 specifically for this character also too. Based off of the most minimal uh, 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 characterization that they that they did with 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 this with this character, if you know what I mean. Okay. Um. So for me, I chose Miss Kanata Aikawa, uh, where she specifically voiced Ai Oto from Wonder Egg Priority. Oh. Okay. Wait, 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 I oh yeah, I yeah, main character. Yeah, yeah, she she did scream well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. While while that sound, you know that you know, it sounds naughty, but I mean like combat scream. Yeah, like it's almost like a like a natural like battle cry, you know. Mm. But not only that, but like the way the way that she presented I in this case is very, you know, ironically very like not as like like uh, hyper hyper characteristic if that if that makes sense. Whereas yeah, it was a very low tone. Low tone, very much like any like teenager would speak in, mm-hmm. in you know in public or with their friends or whatnot, or even to themselves. And I would actually say, um, I, I don't I don't want to say it's like a new niche or like a new thing because I mean, well, I mean, th- there's there's a lot of shows where you know you can you watch and you can tell like yes, this is overacted, of course, right? But then you get things like this where it's. It just sounds good versus just listening to Japanese people talk normally. Yeah, like it, not only that, but like it's not like they're just reading their lines. It's almost like they're actually speaking their lines. Like they're speaking, yeah. they're speaking as the character. You know, like they're right. really acting it out. Right. And that's not overacting to meet something, but just being the character. Yeah. Like my my own my only, uh, um, what was it? Uh, runner ups for this one. It was two characters. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, it was the it was it was the two main characters from Dinazenon. Um, okay, you know, in the, in the exactly exactly in the same, same sense, 
You okay. Know, they're, okay. This very natural speaking teenagers, but I preferred um, uh, Eyes character uh, character much more in terms of the speaking role and how the mm-hmm. how uh, uh, Kanata was able to very much portray I with her not only not only with just her speaking ability but also her acting ability as well. Mm-hmm. So. No, yeah, I definitely see that. So that's mine. What were you drawing? Uh- Mine is going to be, uh, you know, one that, you know, it's just legendary in all aspects. Uh, good old Yai Tamada from uh, Zombieland Saga. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm kidding. That's a legendary voice actress right there. Yeah, though, you're right. You know? You're right. She, if I kind of knows the fucking best. Yes, I agree. But <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking give that to her for fucking grunting. Like, hey, if you're, like, give, if you're giving one of the, the meme, if you're giving one of the uh, one of the most well-known voice actresses just grunting uh, lines, you've got some balls to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and I I agree. That's why she's the honorable mention. <laughs> But mine would be, um, mine is uh, Sumire Uesaka, who voiced Nagatoro from oh. Don't Mess With Me, Miss Nagatoro. Okay. Because uh, why? very similar to the voice actor for Uzaki-chan, she is annoying as fuck. And oh. I, it, the, the, the ability to portray that throughout the entire show and just... And just by capture her galness is awesome. Like just by voice alone, just by voice alone. Just she just radiates that fucking <laughs> kind of bitchy, annoying person. She radiates smug. That's what it is. She radiates smug. Yeah, yeah. She did that so fucking well. <laughs> like I, I, I was genuinely, I was genuinely impressed. So that. Uh, no, not nothing as deep as you know the the as Jamal had, but I just I just think she did it so well that uh, I wanted to give her that mention. Yeah, let's get our tan girl some representation. Yeah, boy, and I guess if you don't know, uh, she voiced a few other famous characters. She did Shaltier from Overlord. Mm. Oh, she voiced uh, the. She's the Japanese voice actor for Angela from Carolyn Tuesday. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and she's got a range uh, down. She does have a range. She's <laughs> she she was in uh, po- uh Pop Team Epic. Oh, she was one of the she was one of the uh, myriad of voice actors. Yeah. In that. <laughs> and there's a couple couple other famous ones, but yeah, she's she's been around. She's been around a block. She's 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 got a lot. Gotcha. But no, yeah, she. I think she did the annoying character, annoying bully character, very well. Because it's, I know it's a, uh, not a necessarily new niche, but like new to anime. Because Uzaki was the first, and now it's uh, Nagatoro, I think. Right, gotcha. So, oh, by the way, too, like before, before y'all, uh, uh, before we continue here for a second, I just wanted to point out, uh, Kanata Aikawa too. This is like this was her first. Uh, year voice acting in anime. Really? Yeah. Ooh, she did really well. So she she did an awesome job so far, uh, debuting this year. Fucking kudos to her. Hell yeah. No other no other future roles. Uh, but hopefully she does because she's got a she's got a pretty she's got a pretty good uh, 
good road and and good amount of talent so far. So I hope they mm-hmm. I hope they work with her and develop her a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she 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 she'll go far, especially for um, being if she's gonna be in like um um like a more action oriented anime for uh, as a female main character or just female character in general. Mm-hmm. Because it's there's only a few uh, voice actors that can pull off the girl combat screen without sound, sounding high pitchy. Right. Yeah, going that default, the default high pitch. Mm-hmm. Um. So, up next we got uh, best couple. So. Uh, ah. Okay. <coughs> so we did pull from two different lists. Oh, did we? Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Uh. What, 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 uh, what do you have anything? What do you have in comparison, or do you not have best couple? Well, I don't have best couple, but I have romance. Best romance. Do you oh, have okay. best romance? I do not have best romance. Okay, so we'll consider them the same. Okay. Or similar, similar uh, enough, I guess. Similar, same, same, but different, but same, same. Yeah. Uh, so for okay, for me, for me, best couple. Uh, oh, I can't believe I didn't think about this. But yeah, so for best couple. I mean, it's, it's, this seemed like an obvious choice, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's you know there there wasn't a whole lot of like uh, romance series that had like uh, the characters at, you know established as couples by the True. end of it. True. So it was more so your your traditional kind of uh, how do you say uh, set up you know roman- uh, romance set up. Mm-hmm. Um. But when it comes to best couple, of uh, course, it's uh, Hori Mia. Literally, Hori and Mia Miyamura. Okay. So. Uh, you going to go into it, or are you going to be a little skank? <laughs> uh, I mean, let's see. Like. It, it was, I mean, it, it was seeing two people, you know, what I, what I liked about them as a couple in general is how they just connected, you know, throughout, you know, before they became a couple uh, first, and then when they became a couple, it just, you know, it's that natural, natural progression of getting to know each other and also trying to be more, uh, understanding each other more as a couple. And then as well as understanding each other's, uh, uh, I guess likes and dislikes, especially with uh, within the kink department uh, between these two. Well, I mean, I I do like that they explored that. That was really cute and fairly, I I I would say rare for romance anime, but it's already rare enough that characters actually get together and you can see them <laughs> together. So yeah, exactly. We'll just say that's icing on the cake. Yeah, pretty much. So and I I mean I don't I don't know if this would be considered. If, if they're like if their confession would be considered a realistic take, but it was a lot more it was a lot less dramatic, which I which I much prefer. Uh, it was just pretty much a flat out like, yeah, I, you know, I like you, kind of thing. And then there was a bit of a delay between the two of them, but it was, it ended up becoming just established after they understood each other after mm-hmm. uh, after that moment, after the the first the first few moments of both of them essentially confessing to each other. At separate moments uh, mm. of the show. Okay, so mine, which I, mine was best romance, I did uh, uh, the 
the Duke of Death and his Maid, or Shinigami Bochan to Kuro Maid. Um, for the main characters, Alice and Bochan. Bochan? Oh, um, Bochan, yeah. And I say it's the best romance because very early we established that they like each other. And very early in the show, we have established that they that they know that they like each other. Um, especially from her side, because she is constantly sexually harassing him. But the reason why I say it's the best romance is because um, it you get to see them kind of evolve their love over time. Or I guess really define it because he can't touch her; otherwise, he'll kill her. Mm. In fact, his entire curse is that if he t- any living thing that he touches will die. Of course, there's some you know there's some like oh yeah he could wear like 15 layers of clothing and he won't do it, but like you, you get what I mean. It's just they since they're not able to interact that well, they they do have to find other ways to express their love and literally throughout the entire show that's what they're doing it's the majority of the show is just them being fucking cute constant flirting yeah just just flirting the whole time and i (laughs) i fucking love it and it i mean it's it's tragic you know it's like he he was very willing to go against his entire family for dating for wanting to like be with his maid and which you which you see later on in the uh, well, I guess I say entire family, but really just his mother, uh, as you see later on in the show. And he's he's you know everyone, him and all his friends are working hard to figure out how to break his curse so that he can, you know, one lead a normal normal life and so that he can um uh, f- consummate his love. I don't know. I guess be actually like be in a, a workable relationship with her. Right. And but like, the fact that they oh go on. I don't know. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say the fact that they cut, co- they come as far as they do in the show without being able to touch each other. I think is super sweet. Kind of breaks the boundaries of like you know beyond physical love. Right. Exactly. Precisely. Pre fucking precisely. Mm. So that that's why mine's non superficial. They don't, <laughs> there's no kinks here because they can't touch each other. <laughs> Unless that is your kink. I don't know. That's that that'd be a weird one. What not touching each other? Yeah, just 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 uh, uh, just kind of hover handed <laughs> using the force and shit. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> the force kink. That's what it is. That's right. Jeez, where do you even get best romance? I don't. I don't. I'm trying to look at the list. I here. I, I I remember I typed in. Uh, I just typed in Crunchyroll. Uh, let me see, Crunchyroll. Hmm. Anime awards categories and I clicked the first link went to pass I think I went to uh, oh yeah I went to vote and then took all the uh, the uh, oh so this is for 2022 oh really okay yeah gotcha yeah oh that's probably why because I think yeah I don't think we've, we've there hasn't been a breast romance yet in general so, Which is weird. The next one's gonna be we'll have a best romance category. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next one is best score. You know me. I'm the music guy. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was a little was a little bit difficult, but then I kind of remembered. Uh, I looked back on a couple of series. I I what I what I based this on when it comes to best score. I'm talking about like the whole you know soundtrack, and just 
the entirety of the series. Like if I, if I can rem- if I if I can look at a show and remember what it sounds like, mm-hmm. like like that's how that's how I base it off on. That's that's fair. So, uh, I mean, not just by the voice actors or the act or the the sound design, but also by the music. If I remember what it sounds like musically, and that's a good sign when it comes to just retaining uh, uh, some some like. I guess uh, uh, immersion with uh, combining the music along with your story. I mean, as we know, as viewers and creators out there, music is kind of paramount to your um, to your products because it's it. Uh, I mean, I, it's, it, I, like, I mean, it if is. it's an artistic choice not to have it for whatever reason, that's one thing. But typically, music does bring home a lot of what you're doing. Yeah, pretty much. So, and then the unfortunate thing is sometimes it's it's forgettable because you know sometimes it's just your usual kind of generic uh, scores that kind of go along with the tone, which is you know not bad at all, but not the most memorable. Uh, yeah, whenever it I just, look back, it sets the piece and just blends it all together without really standing out. Which is yeah, like you said, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I mean not everyone can be Sawano, you know, like that's yeah, true. <laughs> But ironically enough, this I, I did not pick Sourno for this in this case. So. Ooh. So for mine for best score, it uh I picked Dede Mouse that did the Wonder Egg Priority uh score. Okay. Uh I what I loved about it, because when I looked back, I remember it being weird, but it fits so well with, with the type of show Wonder Egg Priority was. That it, I felt like it was pretty much like a dance, like it, it was like dancing along with the characters and whatever they were doing. So it was just well integrated to their actions, to their motivations and emotions as the series was progressing. So that's okay. where I felt that, that that's where I felt uh, Wonder Egg Priority did really well when it came to its score, and I feel like uh, Daddy Mouse did a pretty good job with this score for this specific uh, series. And this is his first uh, anime score. As well, that was his first. Yep, that a was lot his... of firsts for that one. Shit. Yeah, that was his first time working, uh, working with an anime uh, in terms of scoring music. So, okay, that's me. Fucking... I'm a big music head. So that's sort of where I, I mean, yeah. integrate my shit. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you, I kind. I guess it's not really the opposite direction, but it's like, oh, Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> It's a different, um, it's a different, um, kind of feel for it because mine was a music anime that I chose. So, of course, it's music is more so tuned to, you know, the, the individual, individual performances in the show. Right. Uh, mine was, uh, the score for Mashiro no Oto or those no white notes. Oh, okay. I remember. Yeah, that. it was the uh what's what's that fucking instrument called? The it was the uh, the shamisen. Yeah. The shamisen anime. Um we ha- everyone that's ever watched anime knows what a shamisen sounds like. It's, you know, it's a dun dun like the 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 you know it, anytime there's a Japanese quote unquote moment or I don't know how you want to fucking call it it's definitely Naruto a lot where it's like jajan and it kind of sounds like a a folky kind of guitar yeah is the best way I could describe it like an Asian banjo I guess yeah uh, yeah exactly <laughs> no perfect that's perfect an Asian banjo 
the almost all of the music in this show, save for like your standard um, background music, I, I say standard, which is bad to say, but I, I'm highlighting the actual performances here are actually fucking breathtaking. Like I've never actually just sat down and listened to one of these performances and holy shit. <laughs> like the ever like every moment that they do one of these, it's all about like the care the the audience losing their fucking breath. Like or losing their breath. Having their breath taken away. <laughs> because they're just fucking enamored with what they're fucking hearing and it feels the exact same. It's only until they start talking in the middle of it where it's like, oh right, fuck. <laughs> like, like, like I don't I don't know what was happening. I just you just get sucked right into the fucking just it's 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 um it's an amazing instrument. Holy shit. Holy fucking shit is an amazing amazing instrument. Um And is it only like two strings or something? No, no, it's 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 a is couple. It, it's it's a couple? uh three string. It's a three string uh Yeah, three string. Three string where you play it with like this little like comb not a, it's not even a comb it's a it's a pick but it's this is huge. like a triangle or a big fat fucking triangle and you just kind of slap pick and slap the um the shamisen with it mm. it's really it's I, I i i can't do it justice i think anyone should just sit down and watch the first episode and just be fucking blown away Fucking just watch the opening. <laughs> like, like, it's... I guess spoiler alert for my choice later on, but... <laughs> like, it, they're, they're such fucking bops. It's crazy. Uh, just, just every... every I, I haven't finished the show, which I really need to, but just from the few episodes that I've seen, like, that I... It's it's my automatic choice for best score. Because it's just... Just pleasure to the ears. But yeah, best score. OP. That is fair. Alright. Uh best film. Well <laughs> uh, this is a bit of a cop out for me. Yeah, well the same because I don't think either of us watch very many films this year. No, not really. Not a whole lot. At least not the ones and, that, that are like, you know, worth like really you know deep diving into. Right. And now there are there are plenty. There are plenty, of course. I say plenty, but I think there was like maybe like Three or four that came out this uh, this year that were really good. Yeah, I mean some of them were on Netflix also. They were like Netflix releases. Right, 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 right. But it just so. didn't get to them because likely one I didn't know that they were they existed until like way later. Exactly. Yeah. So what I put down uh, was good old fashioned Mugen Train. Yep, good old fashioned Mugen <laughs> Train. Same here. Um, I don't know how else we explain it really. I mean, Affordable does a good job. Keeping their uh, their content consistent and keep I mean, keep at it, yeah. They, I, they, I feel like uh, uh, Demon Slayer is their fucking love child. Like they love this this show so fucking much. Exactly, and this is they, coming, and this is coming from the same studio that does Fate. You know, right? Like it's it's almost ridiculous how picturesque or or or. What's what's a, what's another good word? Just just. Um, I mean, I, I mean, no pun intended, but animated. Animated, yeah. It's just is their fights are just so fucking full of life. Yeah. Like it's it's, like it. I mean, like this is why this is why I feel like I don't know if you heard Duran. There uh, there's there's some apparent leaks that uh, 
solo leveling is supposed to be getting an anime done. I did hear that. I did hear that. And if we ever do get a confirmation, I would. I honestly would want New Foldable to work on it. If not them, Mappa. So yeah, that too. So. Cause like it's or make the. I, I, it's a trend right now. Just make a studio for it. Like, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, just start, start getting your start getting your you know your your eighteen guys from different studios and just fucking put them into a single studio, you know, and work on that. Right, like and pay the pay the fuckers. God damn it. That too. Yeah. So, I mean, the was it, the Japanese prime minister is a fan of uh, uh, Demon Slayer, so. Hopefully he does something, uh, does something more for the for for the industry as a whole, politically. Ideally, ideally, because then we'll get more varied. Uh, well, I mean, well, see, it's it's kind of weird, right, right, right. The 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 money problem has always been an issue in Japan, but I'd like to say, but the quality. So you know, as a result, quality is going down. It's not. It's exact opposite. Yeah. And it's just looking better and better. Really ironic. Granted, I would say some of the more standard shows are looking aren't looking great compared to like oldies uh yeah but the shows that are really good are really fucking good mm-hmm. and and demon slayer is definitely one of them where it's just just fucking eye candy like it's kind of like one of them it's kind of like the middle ground is sort of becoming the low ground yeah. Whereas back yeah. then the middle ground was pretty much middle ground, but it was still manageable, you know. Mm-hmm. Even as far back as yeah. some of the 2010s, you know, the middle ground was still pretty middle ground back then. Mm-hmm. Well, because I remember I watched a couple clips of like shows that came out that had to have come out in like the 90s, and they were well animated. Yeah, they used uh, repeating frames sometimes, but overall, a lot of their actions were fully animated. Mm-hmm. Like. If they're gonna throw a kick, they're gonna throw the whole fucking kick. It's not just some jump cut bullshit. A fucking the whole ass wind up. Like it's I, I don't know I don't know what happened. I know it's more exp- it was it's more expensive to do shit like that, but still. I mean maybe it's it's probably the you know, the inflation rate not keeping up with the working rate, you know? I guess. But <sighs> Yeah, no, uh, if if we had watched more, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't just be Mugen Train up here, but mm-hmm. for now, I mean, it des- it deserves, it, it's good, like, you can't deny that, it's super fucking good, that ending fight was, wow, delicious, and that fucking passion, like, oh, that's why I love Tanjiro, he's such a fucking, ugh, he really, he really throws you into it, into anything he's doing, he's got so much good energy, I love it. I mean, out of that, also his solo is pretty good. It just, just, just by that movie alone, it shows how, yeah. how good he is. Yeah, absolutely. He is. He is a good boy. Like even even his little soul companions, are like, hey, you want to kill me here? Let me let me help you out here. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, homeboy. Let's let's go. Yeah, this is what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, I guess if you want to kill me here, just yeah, kill it. I guess you know, but you know, as long as we have to help you. Yeah. Even in the end, he's still a good boy. So. Um, but maybe maybe I'll make that one of my re- resolutions this year. Watch more anime movies, whether it's on Netflix or any yeah, kind of Western releases. Same, you know? same. Yeah, that's gonna. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm gonna take that pledge with you. Just just watch more. All right. Uh, up next, we got best fight scene. Did you end up finding something for this one? Uh, did I? Let me see. Best fight yes. scene. All right. Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, <clears throat> 
So best fight scene, I just base it off of like chore- uh, choreography as well as like how visually it was presented, like re- like via how the camera was, uh, how the camera like shot the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Whether it was uh, it was either cut or uh, a single, a, quote unquote, a single shot kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, I chose Vivi versus Elizabeth from Vivi Florette Eyes song. Uh, uh, honestly, honestly, it it that was that was almost mine. <laughs> but then I had to think about uh, one other thing. I was like, yeah, this this I think this was animated a little bit better. So, but. Go on. I, I definitely agree with that choice. Yeah, I mean, I specifically went with this with the first with the first fight, just because it it pretty much set the tone for the rest of the of the show when it came to mm-hmm. Vivi trying to defend herself and also yep. any other combatant that was going to be up against her. Um, and this also this is also the first time she had to really use her combat abilities to like you know really defend herself because remember how she was uh, negligent at first when in, mm-hmm. way back in the beginning. So yeah. This is when she had to come to terms with, yeah, I guess I'll have to fight even if it's my own sister's type thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it, 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 and some of it, too, it felt like a lot of it was also one cut. Like, it was just one flow. There was no there was no cut to a different kind of action shot. It was just cut all in one take from how it looks. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Very little. I, I, if I remember correctly, there was very little. And the fucking emotion behind that one was also... Really, also, really, just fucking drove it forward. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember, uh, I remember us talking about it when we initially saw that episode. Uh, it where it was, it was almost one of those. Oh, this one fight scene saved anime kind of feels right. Yeah, I think you were the one that said that specifically. Yeah, I, I said, I said that, and I was like, yeah, that that really fucking it really uh, uh, shined to me when I when I initially saw it. But that being said, I did not choose it because as small as a moment as it was, it was probably some of the best choreography for a fight that I've ever seen. And that would be from Mushiko Tensei Part 2 when Eris and Rugiard were sparring. Oh, okay. Which one or any of them? When they they were right outside, um, they were in the Demon Continent. Um, It was when um, uh, What's-Her-Face was looking. Oh, when Roxy was like trying to sp- spying on them. Yeah, when Roxy was spying on them. Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. That fucking blew me away. Like it, it was so unnecessary for a fucking <laughs> sparring match, but it was, it was like that was that was one that was probably the that was definitely the best fight scene I've seen in in just in this season period. Like just in general, like it's it's it was so well done. Like I don't know if. If the animation team were just like, there's no big, real big fights coming up, no. save for um, um, that one in the uh, Animal Kingdom, which wasn't that that much. But like they said, you know what? Just throw all the rest of the fucking budget right here, and they did. They it, <laughs> it was fucking. What was it? Raining? It was fucking. No, I don't like think, I think it was raining. It was just them just hanging out on the beach, and then they oh yeah, yeah, sparring. Because right. Roxy yeah. was like just she was wandering around. And then she right. overheard them, like you know, clink, uh, clinking, clanking. Yeah, it was just it just the, the movement, the fucking the the the. You could just you could almost watch them like think about their next move as they fought. Like it was it was crazy. I loved it. It 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 lasted all of ten seconds, but <laughs> I loved it. But enough, funny enough, Duran, I, I I almost picked the dragon god fight. Then I was okay. like, that's not a fight. That was an obliteration. Yeah, that was a stomp. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like they they were they weren't even trying to fight. They were just trying to defend themselves. They were trying to survive. <laughs> so I was Dude, like, yeah, I don't yeah. think that counts as a fight. <laughs> I can't wait to see later on, like when when we do get Mushiko Tensei back in twenty twenty fucking three, um, or you know in twenty twenty two. I don't know. Fall twenty twenty two. Fall. I can't wait to actually see when they just like guns on the table, just duke it out with with uh who between whoever. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think we've had in Mushiko Tensei even in the first season a long formed fight. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, just seeing that gives me gives me hope that I mean all the all the all the the action scenes in Mushiko Tensei are great. That one particular uh, uh, shown to me, but it, it showed me like in the future or they're going to be fucking crazy when they really start fighting. Mm-hmm. That like the potential is there. Absolutely. Uh what else? What 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 else we got? Uh, first up, we you you have a, a more what's the word concise um, <laughs> concise list. Mine's just kind of all over the place. All right, uh, best ending sequence. So, um, I remember we talked about this last awards. So it's not just the song, but also the actual like sequ- uh, video sequence along with it that makes it the best. Mm-hmm. So, because I because again as as a music guy, I, I always kind of prefer the music side of things anyway. But I also take like to consider the visuals that go along with the music to you know help interpretate the actual lyrics and whatever the show is based off of, or just you know the overall motivations of all the characters sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the the way I the way that this ending also is linked towards the end of the show, <laughs> uh. It it it, and it it it's it's pretty perfect, and I think you know. I, I think uh, I hope you know what I'm talking about, Duran. Uh, we'll see. So, because yeah, the ending of the show pretty much is like the next. Uh, it, it was essentially one of the next scenes in one of the last episodes of the series. But mm-hmm. best ending sequence, I picked. Uh, B Star's second season, uh, Kaibutsu by Yo Yoasubi. Ah, ah yes. <laughs> so. And Jerron, I just found this out. Do you know what? Or uh-huh. uh, uh, fun fact: mm-hmm. one of the uh, one of the vo- uh, the, the vocalist for Yoasobi, uh, Ikara, mm-hmm. she grew up in hometown Chicago, Illinois. Really? She was born here in in Chicago. Ooh, okay. So, like, we well, got. I think you told me. Did you tell me that before? I don't think I told you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, at least I don't think I was the one I told you. So she, so she, but yeah, she was born here in Chicago. Uh, so we got a Chicago represent, Chicago represent, representative in the community. So. All right, that's pretty sick. Hell yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh, Mine was, or did you have, did you have more to say on it? Uh, I mean, so other than you know, you also be like recognizable vocals and. Uh, the, the the kind of like music they make it fits so well with the almost like uh, unfinished pastel look of the ending sequence. How everything was sort of just like roughly hand drawn, and it was like it was almost like another scene in in the anime, which it ended up being another scene in the anime towards the end. 
Right. Uh, for those of you who did watch sure. uh, the second season of Beastars. So, actually, I actually have a funny story about that. And I'm pretty sure I told you. I, actually, I might have said this on, on the, the podcast itself. Probably. Um, I had been skipping the ending initially. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. And because you would catch the beginning of it when the, with the car driving down the thing. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. I'm just going to move on. Right. It wasn't until I saw that scene in the show that I watched the ending. I'm like, wait a fucking minute. Have I been missing this the whole damn time? Like, I felt, I felt so shitty. It's like, like I, it's like, it's like a, it's like a hidden, uh, a hidden scene there. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I think it. I'm pretty sure I almost cried. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. When I, when I like, when I finally saw that scene and then, um, watched the ending. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of gave me the same feeling as in as with uh, Great Pretender. I think I talked about the ending for that one. Right with uh, um, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Freddie Mercury, yeah, <laughs> literally the Great Pretender. Um, as, because having it relate to the anime that way just fucking it just fucking hits. It just hit me because my even though, as much as I love Lagoshi and all the bullshit he's dealing with, I think my favorite part of that season was the mafia stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just so. It was so interesting to me to have an herbivore lead a bunch, a pack of lions. Not just any herbivore, like a fucking deer. Lions, I guess. <laughs> right, a deer. Literally, their <laughs> fucking main. Like, I, I guess I can't say main. Zebras are their main. Yeah, but like you can't but, get you know you can't get more herbivore than a fucking deer. You know. Right. Exactly. And and like they genuinely respected them. Like it wasn't just some stunt that was like this guy is the fucking bee's knees in fact if he quits i'll fucking kill myself like <laughs> there was loyalty in that right. pack <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's like oh my god like it it fucking got me so much you know what i'm gonna change my i'm actually gonna change my choice to that one because i forgot oh, really? Since i only watched the that ending once i didn't remember Oh, I see. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna change it to that. What I did have beforehand was the ending to um, the Snow White notes, uh, Mashiro Oto, Anaoto, uh, because again, shamisen, great fucking instrument. Mm. Um, it was a combination of that and rap, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> like <laughs> this is this is fucking rad. <laughs> but uh, there, like, there was no, there's no real emotional build up to it. The the actual. Um, animation to the ending wasn't great. I'm like, it's just, it's whatever. So, while I think it, it definitely beats it in terms of being an actual, like, song, the emotions, the emotion and artistry behind the actual animation, like you said, was a lot better. So I think it deserves it more. Hmm. That is fair. Alright, up next we have best opening sequence. So, now this Go ahead, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna, now this one I am gonna give uh, give to uh, uh, Mashiro Naoto oh, again, okay, Tommy said. But <laughs> I mean, really, it's, it's because again the the animation for it was really good for this one. It was just as an introduction to this instrument, just being able to hear that every episode at the beginning just fucking pumped me the hell up to hear whatever the fuck they were gonna give me later on. Mm-hmm. Once you hear that yeah. chang, that, that you're that's yeah. it, you're done. Over. Yeah, you're fucking done. Breath taken. <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, I don't. Okay, okay. I have a backup just in case this one doesn't count. Uh, only because this is this one was a bit of a hybrid. I feel like you know, you, you know what I'm talking about when, when I keep talking about is because okay. I I don't. This is an op- this is an opening 
this had like multiple different openings, but it was by the same artist also. So I'm, I'm just going to name it after the artist. Mm-hmm. But this series did openings in such a refreshing way that it kept me so just fascinated by the entire by the entire thing it, it never it never kept me out of, it never took me out of the show or uh kept or had me um you know kind of like waiting around for the show to actually start like it kept me invested while yeah it was i know going. what you mean yep man i already know what you want it is so i'm gonna go so for me for my best opening sequence if this counts is the the opening sequences to Mushiko Tensei. Yeah. Which all they're like five different songs but all the songs were done by Yuiko Ohara. So, same artist uh for every, for every opening sequence. I would I Here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. The reason why I would I'd be hard-pressed not to count it is because It'd be hard to just say, "All right, Mushiko Tensei opening two, and it is just you just get it right. Right. It it because it is such a, a tie into the actual show itself without being just your standard opening sequence. That's the only reason why I wouldn't count it. But at the same time, what is it opening sequence other than the thing that sets you in the mood for the show? Yeah, which this does. And if anything, it's it, like if you want to argue it, you could say that every episode had a different opening sequence because it set you up. For that episode, true. You know, uh, so I would, I would, I would say, yeah, it counts. I would definitely say it counts. So, but what's your second one? Uh, my second one was uh, the opening to uh, Call Me. Uh, yeah. yeah, that one's really good. Yeah, for spe- sure. Specifically, because I think I talked about it on the podcast before, but the uh, the way the opening, the way that opening was presented and also uh, just done, almost had me filled with like false nostalgia. Of being with this class, like it, it almost felt like I was in high school again, mm. and reflected re- re- reflected a lot, especially with a show like Comey, where it's about you know Comey and her high school experience, you know, and trying to be friends with her entire class for one. Right. So it honestly really did fit, but it also felt it really did feel like a student, uh, uh, a, a a an opening for students, I guess you could say. So, but that was my second one. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's it, That one definitely does uh, a really good job of just, like you said, getting you in that kind of mindset, just high, uh, the, the high school, good old high school days mm-hmm. kind of deal. Even if you didn't have a good high school experience, I think it does give you a certain amount of nostalgia, which I can greatly appreciate. Exactly. Uh, up next, we got best comedy. So... Very subjective, obviously. Yeah, this one's fairly subjective because you, they, like, you can go anywhere. Like, I could, I could argue that my favorite comedy was, uh, 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 Healer. Uh, Healer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was fucking Healer. Like, yeah, that was, that show's fucking hilariously dark. <laughs> like, so, I, lo- I low for that. So I guess, uh, I this one's. Probably the most take with a grain of salt one that uh, we can probably give. Yeah, I mean, this whole year, I don't remember a lot of times where I actually laughed out loud. Maybe there, there are for this for the series that I picked, it was based off of a lot of times I exhaled through my nostrils. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like your usual like breathing laugh kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's where I based off of mine. I don't know what about I don't know about you, John. Have you actually had some laughs this year? Some laughs. I have some laughs. Get some laughs. Okay, cool. Well, for me, 
again, this is very subjective for any of you listening. Uh, I picked Comey. Okay. So, just because I felt, I mean, I was always having a good time. I mean, this is this is also going on top of Duran's explanation of the satisfied, full feeling after watching an episode. On top mm. of that is also me like having ha- having had as much fun with uh, with with every episode. Uh, especially when Najmi is on the screen, I, every time Najmi is on the screen, I'm always like, yeah, breathing. Uh, Giving that little, 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 my little, little yes, that's funny. My little haha breathes, you know. Yeah, haha breath. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. This I think Comey Sound definitely nailed its like comedic timing. Like it's yeah, it's, it just did it so well. It, it was because it was it, it was kind of interesting to just watch it unfold. Exactly, because I mean, because the, the comedic timing in the manga versus the anime can there's a difference because you have to act, you know, when you read the manga, you, you're, the comedic timing is based off of the reader, you know, mm-hmm. but the anime, you have to translate that where a lot of, where more people can try to get it universally. So mm-hmm. I think that they did a good, pretty good job with the comedy in Comey to translate it as an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. no, they, I, I'd say they, they, I'd almost argue they did it perfectly for, for the show. Mm-hmm. I don't think it could have been better. And, and maybe this is, and maybe this is just me, but as time went on, I found I found that Yamai ended up being the funny the funny character mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, towards oh, the, yeah. the end of it, just because of how well, fucking lunatic she is. I still, she still left a bad taste in my mouth in, <laughs> as far as the anime goes. I don't know why I didn't I didn't give her too much as far as the manga, mm-hmm. but in the anime, it just like I was just like, oh, she, here she is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one that the one person no one wants to be next to. Right. Exactly. So what did you get, Jaron? Uh, my it, mine is going to be um, uh, probably probably an expected one. I mean, I think this is a lot of people's favorite comedy this season. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Taitouin uh, Haken Shimasu, or Com- Combatants Will Be Dispatched. Oh, okay. By our good old Konosuba writer. Yes, sir. I love characters that are pieces of shit, and it just it it it. It makes my soul sing when they're comedically evil. They're just, 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 they're just bad people. <laughs> it's just funny to watch them fail and like just do the dumbest shit to make people upset. I, I, like I don't they're know. They're just why. shitty, they're just, pretty much. They're just shitty. <laughs> I, I, actually, I guess it's less shitty. Like bad people, they're more. They're they're mischievous to a point. Oh yeah, true. Like they're just they're just looking to get make people fucking upset and i'm happy about that for some reason like the main character and grim are probably are the standouts for me in this show as far as being a bit laughing at them because they're just so they're so fucking funny it's just, I mean, it's just they're just they're they're the literal bottom of the barrel as far as people go <laughs> i fucking love it <laughs> i fucking love them i i can't get enough I can't wait if, for a season two if they're gonna do it. That is uh, fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, best drama. We're gonna t- tone it down a little bit here with some sadness. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. There. Are, there are a lot of nominees I could have put for this one, but I think the one I did choose is 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 pretty good. Okay. Uh, maybe this is a bit of a bias, but I honestly do do think this deserves it. Is it fucking uh, fruits basket? Two pieces. Uh, shit? Well, here that's here's the thing. That's the obvious choice, apparently. That's the obvious choice. <laughs> that's the obvious choice. Sure. Because apparently it does deserve it. 
Uh, I sure, but I, I think at least as far as this season goes, I think you mean this year. There's a very standout standout. This is the choice. There can't be any others. What for a fruits basket? No, for best drama. Oh, for best drama. Yeah, it, I mean, honestly, even be B stars for me. Yeah. So for me, uh, it is for me. I pick best drama was uh, eighty six. Uh, part one or season one. Ooh, okay. Because I'm all for the follicle racism, you know? Yeah, I love... <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it, it it does racism in such a fucking refreshing way where it's not yeah. like browbeating you about it. Exactly. It's just, it just is, it's malicious, it's awful, it's in your face. It's exactly. not trying to, like, fucking... It's not trying to be like, oh, you know, racism's bad. I'm like, yes, racism bad is bad. Look how awful they're treating people. Like that's yeah. I, in my face. I like that. <laughs> like they hit, they hit all the good check marks. You got, you got different, you got uh, different colored racisms. You got child soldiers. Um, I don't, I don't know where AI drones come in, but that's also racist, sure. I guess. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, uh, a humanist because they, they, they want to eliminate humans. So that's that's a right, species. Right, yeah, I mean uh, that's literal racism. Yeah, literal racism. You you're trying to, you're trying to get a an AI species trying to eliminate the human race. So literally right. racism, right? There. As as a as a black, this is this gets my racism uh, sign of approval. <laughs> as a black, what the <laughs> 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 no, but for real though, when it comes to the drama in part one of eighty six, because I I love the uh, the duality between when we go back and forth between the uh, the major and um, the spearhead crew. Mm-hmm. Like really does show, you know, it shows you what how much she can do, but how how little power she actually has. How little it really mattered. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And like, and I, I, I were, I was very, I was frustrated throughout, throughout this entire series because she literally was the only one that cared about any of the eighty six. Not even her best friend cared. Only, only yeah. when, only when she blackmailed. Oh, not even blackmailed. Only when she guilt tripped her or gaslighted her into helping her. Uh, with some other stuff, but she was the only one that actually cared about the '86 and was truly right. alone in that endeavor. So, and the fact that she kept going despite being the only one that actually cared—that's uh, that's a that's that's a that's a strong that's a, that's a strong character as well as the 80, uh, the spearhead crew that eventually did become becoming to trust her uh, over the last few handlers that they had uh, mm. over the, over the last few years. So, and plus it does give you, and and with part one of eighty six give you a, a good rundown of how, uh, at least how this, uh, how the republic in this case, essentially treated you know, uh, a lot of their uh, members even if they were, formally of like district one members right. you know, so it didn't matter where where you came from, if you had different colored hair you literally, are considered uh, just. A piece cannon of fodder. cannon fodder, a piece of dirt, nothing. So, overly dramatized, but I loved it. Just, I, the fact that we're getting delayed the last two episodes is pissing me <laughs> off. <laughs> and then to, from what you told me, they they fucking ended on a cliffhanger, didn't they? They, they did. They ended on the best cliffhanger, and I have to wait till March, Jaron, till March <laughs> to see that through. <laughs> fucking hell, ah. And I and it it's pretty it's pretty much on the dot to where I what I predicted too, but I can't see it. <laughs> I can't see it done until March. You gotta read the book. I have the book, but I'm like, what's three? What's three more months? What's three more what's months? What's three more months? 
just fucking with my dick in my hand. <laughs> exactly. I, I can wait till I can I I, I can wait till like uh till Mars to come maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's gonna fucking some big fucking blue balls for you. Honestly, shit. <laughs> but right, uh, what do you got? Speaking of feeling blue. Ooh, okay. Um, never in my life, <laughs> right? I've I've watched so much anime. All right. Fucking forever. And many of them have made me cry. Oh. Never man. have they made me cry in the first fucking episode. <laughs> Never have I seen such a dramatic fucking tale told in one episode that was done better than most shows in fucking 24 episodes. Like, I don't... I think I know where you're going with this. uh, Yeah, you you fucking do. (laughs) Also, never have I seen the ultimate buildup for something you know is inevitably going to happen because of the tone of the show that you just still aren't ready for when it happens. Fucking To Your Eternity or Fumetsu no Anata A is my best drama because god fucking damn it did I cry like five times in the show and I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. But god damn was it a was it a fucking interesting show. Like I I I could not this while it was airing, this was definitely my I have to watch it immediately once it comes out. It's so it's so good and fucking I guess it, I I don't know if I want even want to spoil it like I mean I I, I haven't I'm this is still one of my backlogs. Yeah, it's just like the it it's 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 a 20 episode uh 20 episode show um and just the adventure the main character this fucking orb of a man just goes through just all this emotional turmoil that he goes through and puts your ass through. It's 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 a it's a fucking lot, dude. It's a lot. Like, I, call me a bitch if you want, but like, <laughs> just when when it set that tone in the first episode, like, I just I didn't know if I was ready. <laughs> I honestly didn't like. I don't know if I can watch the show through. But goddamn, am I glad I did? Because it's it's goddamn good. It's so fucking good. But once that fucking <laughs> once. Once that last character died, and you're like, I know it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. And fucking <laughs> did I not want it to happen? <laughs> All right, Dragon. Oh my god! Dragon, you're gonna have to give me a range here. From 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 gangster tears to ugly cry. Where were you at? <laughs> I I was uh I was definitely at gangster tears. Okay. Because this character was a straight fucking G. <laughs> The entire fucking show, but you knew it was. You knew it had to happen eventually. <laughs> you were ready. You were pretty much ready to pour one out for the homie. Oh, I was ready. I had the fucking bottle ready to go, and I poured it on myself. Like, <laughs> 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 oh my god, and just I mean, it's not even just that. Like, just like when I say the show, it really sets a tone in the first episode. It's just. It's this. This is fucking Game of Thrones right here. Like it's, it's not great. Gosh. I hate this. I hate this show so fucking much. But it's good. It's 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 it. I'm surprised I didn't choose it for anime of the year. I'll say that. Mm, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I guess I'm not. That that sounds stupid, but um, if. There's there's three shows in this year that I would consider for anime of the year, and this is definitely one of them. Mm. 
is 100% one of them. But goddamn, do I never want to see this show again. <laughs> gotcha. Oh. All right. Until well, it, I think it's going to get another season. I don't know. Oof. Well, uh, let's get up here with one of the staples here. Best girl. Oh yeah, boy. Uh, I have to I have to reconsider mine because I didn't think I had to think about it really quick. Mm -hmm. And I chose mine based off of how how endearing she was, as well as how much of a go getter she was when she was by herself. Mm -hmm. And she's constantly trying to be better. Uh, and also trying to be better for others so that they don't go they didn't they didn't have to go through what she went through mm -hmm. uh, give, given the situation so and overall she's she's a, a good girl that after we after when we initially met her I'm glad that she's taking the time to really just flesh herself out and try to figure out what she, what she wants to do uh, with her life um and do you, have, do you have a guess do you have a guess of what I, I don't no okay. uh my best girl for 2021 is from Irudu from Dragon okay. Knight S okay uh, I had to think back because specifically that the doll episode the doll episode is probably one of, one of the ones that really stuck out to me when it came to Irudu as a character mm -hmm. I think honestly I think that's just, that is literally her divine, defining moment as a character mm-hmm like it's 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 it, it it completely sets the tone for her as a person. Like what what her whole deal is now for staying in this world, and like her her mindset and just why she is even though she's the same age as um uh Kana is she age same age as Kana? No, 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 no. Uh, Toru. She's the same age as uh uh Toru. Yes. Yeah. So why why she acts so childish? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just—it's just something I I appreciate about it. It's mm. just—it's—it's it's hella cute. And I mean, yeah. Fun short stack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, fun fact: Did you know that in China they completely like uh, mm -hmm. a cupped her? Yep. <laughs> yep. They sure fucking did. <laughs> so they sure fucking did. But yeah, pretty much. Iterdu was my best girl for 2021, and I I, I hope. I mean, no, I'm sure we'll get more Dragon Maid uh, soon. Maybe a Dragon Maid tea. Mm -hmm. uh, but hope to see more of you to do in the gang. But uh, that's my best girl. So I'm mine's in the complete opposite direction of yours. Oh, okay. And I've already mentioned her before. How so? All right. Because she is the fucking worst person ever. Oh, Okay. <laughs> But I can't like I would lit I would honestly watch an entire show just about her, cause I mean she does have a very tragic backstory, but it was like the fact that she let that mold her into this bitter ass person, <laughs> just 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 full of spite. I love it. Fucking Grim from uh, Combats Will Be Dispatched is my best girl because not only is she cute, she she in herself is is fucking adorable. Like I like just as a as design wise. Mm -hmm. But oh wait, shit! That reminds me. Did I pick a character design? Did I? Did you? Did I? Yes. Wait. What I are mean, we on? Best girl. We're on best girl. Character designs coming up soon. Uh. I uh. 
Oops. Uh, my best girl actually is Yugiri from Zombie Land Saga Revenge. Oh, what's <laughs> Wait, so so what? So your mix up is that what your mix up was? Yeah, I, I, my my mix up was my uh, my uh, best character design. Okay, spoilers. Uh... <laughs> spoilers. It's Yugiri from Zombie Land Saga Revenge because the entire show. Despite anyone knowing until the last few episodes of the sh- of the sh- of the second season was carried on her fucking back, it was literally fucking. She was executed for it. Like it's awesome. <laughs> like she is a fucking badass. She is literally the entire reason the show exists. The whole reason. Like you you don't fucking you don't even fucking know. She takes a back seat the entire show. Even though in my opinion she does have the best design out of all the other girls, she. She like like it's rare that you would see a character so pivotal in the show but take such a backseat to everything. And I don't I don't know. I just had a great fucking appreciation for it because she just she is the big sister that everybody wants. I fucking love Yugiri. She's so fucking cool. She's the she's so cool like Chris Pratt. But yeah, nothing as deep as uh, Joe Miles, but it's because oh. <laughs> no, I mean it's because like the the fact that Zombieland Saga has deep lore is <laughs> is asinine to me, <laughs> but that dates back to fucking feudal Japan and fucking assassinations and all this other shit, curses and whatnot. The fact that she was at the center of it just fucking that blew my mind when I found out. <laughs> I'm honestly so fucking happy about it. But yeah, it's it's more so pertaining just to the anime itself, less so to her. I mean, to her character too. Like I said, she she's the big sister everyone everyone loves, and she definitely had the best character song in the show. Goddamn, that's fair. Uh, that it it's you, you know a song's good when you add it to your personal playlist. Like it is an absolute fucking bop. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Uh, up next, after Best Girl, of course, we got to have Best Boy uh, for now, the year. Um, now, mine's going to be quick because All right. I've I, I've talked about it before, and it will. you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> Fucking Ida Makun from Marimashita Ida Makun, second season, boy. He is the goodest boy. The fucking... Mwah, the 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 child you want nothing but happiness for the fucking boy the the cutest smile the fucking you just want to pinch his little cheeks and make and make sure he has a good lunch just fucking <laughs> pat him on the head and be like you you can do it i believe in you you just want to take care of the boy you just want to take care of him you just you just want to see him smile cuz he's like a fucking ray of sunshine this man He's also a fucking badass when he's having his evil moments. Like, ah, he's so fucking cool. Because, uh, because the, the the plot of this, or I guess, uh, not plot, but uh, uh, what I'm talking about is essentially he's in the demon world. So I guess being in the demon world or in hell, he's getting suffused with evil so every so often, and like every other demon there, I think every so often they have their evil period essentially. Where they're just, they act like the demons that they are. His, while he turned, he did turn into this kind of like 
uh, uh, Raven-esque, like, kind of cold, calculating, cool character, he was still a good boy. <laughs> like, he... <laughs> He is su- he is such a good boy. Even when suffused with evil, he's still a good boy. Like he uh, just there's I <laughs> he is he is the only reason I watch this show. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, he's so he's just so adorable. <laughs> like it's so, it's so weird to me. Like like me, the titty man is is fawning over this boy. Like he is so, he's so fucking cute. He's such a fucking little cutie. I love him. I, I mean, can't like I mean I, I mean think, he's a, go on. Uh, no, I mean I, I think what is it? Uh evil evil with some goodness is still is still what? Arrogance? And that's not a completely evil, you know? Right. I mean it's it's I, you could yeah, he was a little arrogant, yeah. I, I, I would say so, but it was like he was still he was still adorable though. Mm. Like he was he like he you know he had to like the if you think about your classic like cool guy he kind of has the sharp eyes and the devilish smile and shit like that. He had all that going on. His uh, hair got sharper. All like all gold like. Kind of voldy gold like, but a little bit more exaggerated in the eyes in the eye the eye area like the, the like the sharp squinty like cool eyes. You know? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That, that's what he had. But in the entire time, like I said, he's cool, cold, co- uh, calculating, and confident, but was still a good boy. He was still doing what he could to help others. He was still looking out for everyone's best interests. He was still as earnest as could be, but with this fucking devilishly handsome face. And I'm like, God, if I had to fucking simp for any man, any male, fe- any male character, it'd be him. Uh, All right. I don't, I, so my best I, boy is probably the opposite. The, he's like the opposite of Duran's. Okay. Uh, he's pretty much just your regular guy. <laughs> okay. But a chat amongst. Oh, I know. Oh, I, oh, but a chat amongst oh. regular guys. All right. <laughs> if you already know where I'm going with this, of course, my best boy is gonna be uh, the chatter no himself, Tatter no Hito Hito from Komi San. AKA that just some guy. Just some guy. Like literally, his <laughs> name is just some guy. So, like. And that's the thing. He he's just some guy, but he does so much, but but just enough to get by and to be also as as reliable mm. uh, with uh, for for every for everybody. So, but he also notices you know he notices the small details. He takes care take care take takes care of his pals. Is very tolerant even amongst his uh, more uh, eccentric friends. Uh, okay, Najimi. I don't. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I, I. I don't know if he's very tolerant of Najimi. I don't. I think. I think so. He definitely knows how to deal with them, but like, he, it's not. I don't. I don't think tolerant is the. I mean, he, is the word he, there. He fully decided rolling with her. With, with her. With his current pronouns. Like, all right, sure. Uh, this is Najimi. Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. Tadano still calls him he. Wait, in the in the anime or uh... yeah, in the anime, Tadano calls uh, 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 Najimi he. Everybody else says she. Okay, and I, I need to figure out what version I'm watching because in 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 what I was watching in the anime, he he referred to Najimi as she, and I know he refers to he, Najimi as he in the manga. So that's why. And I... Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which. I as far as I saw, he. He and he alone uh, addresses Najimi as he because that's what he knew knew them as. Whereas yeah. everybody else knew them, I guess, as a she. Right. Exactly. So, 
I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I maybe it's a, maybe it was like the next the Netflix version, probably. Maybe because I, I know there yeah. was I know there were some translation differences. So mm-hmm. I know in the manga, Najimi does still refer to Najimi as a he. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, of course, that's the 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 running gag of Najimi in general. So, Najimi is Najimi. Exactly. Their you gender know. is Najimi. Exactly. I mean, technically, you, we can put Najimi as best girl and boy, right? <laughs> you could. You could. You absolutely could. Best Najimi is Najimi. Best Najimi is Najimi. We should just have a best Najimi uh, category right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, and for getting kidnapped, he, he, he almost took it. He took. He, he took. He it. took it as well as anyone could. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, kidnapped and locked in a fucking closet for uh, he like all day. Yeah, just one whole day. It was he only got so lucky because Najmi wanted to visit his house, uh, her house. So. Mm. so if it wasn't for that, he'd probably be there for maybe a couple of days. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That'd been awful. So, but yeah, that's my best boy, Chatter the Chatter know himself. The Chad and all—that's fair. I want to see. I want to see more of him and his Chad self doing the Chadest things uh, in season two coming mm. coming spring. So yeah, when when everyone gets to get angry again about blackface. <laughs> hey, I don't hear. I don't. I don't hear people complaining about Jai Sama, but because <laughs> she's poor. So it makes sense. Is that it? That yep. Is... Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> now we're at best character design. Since you already spoiled it, Jaron, what? Uh, go for uh, go for well, your your explanation. Well, all right. So yes, it's Grim from um, from uh, Combatants Will Be Dispatched, and it's as you. It's because she's a piece of shit. But like, it's rare that you have characters lean so into that character trait and not be anything else. Like, if you look at the main character of the very same show, yes, he's a piece of shit, but he's also got a good heart. He does try to do good for... He does try to do good <coughs> through evil every so often. You know? Um, um, if you look at uh, Konosuba itself, uh, you see uh, the, our main character. He's a good man at heart, but he's also a trash human being. But then you just actually see evil characters, and they're just... Like, you just, you hate them, because that's the point. But she is a bad person. Through and through, there is not a single good point about her. But I love her. <laughs> like, it's it's rare that you have that, I, I feel. Like, where they have no redeeming quality, but you love that about them. Like, she she's petty, she's jealous, she'll do whatever thing, anything she can do to get ahead. And... She's just, she, she, the reason why she's in a fucking weird wheelchair is because, so her whole, her whole thing, I, I guess it's a little bit of a spoiler, but it's, it's fucking funny to me, is that, uh, she is the priestess of some god, which makes her immortal. If, if she dies, she'll come back after a couple days. Um, and she's able to curse people thanks to this god's power. And I think it's what, like, 25% chance that the curse will be turned back around on her and it'll happen to her. So she cursed someone. She tried to curse someone to not ever be able to wear shoes, but that got turned around on her. And that's why she, she's in a wheelchair because she doesn't want to walk on the ground <laughs> on herself. <laughs> that's the pettiest shit. 
So, like, doesn't tell anybody. It just has everyone pushing around in his fucking wheelchair. It's just like, no, I just don't fucking walk. And I'm like, you're actually the worst. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's the last thing you would expect from someone from a wheelchair. Right. <laughs> like, like, imagine just rolling someone up in the hospital. And like, oh, right. you know, so how, how long were you in the wheelchair for? Like, you know, a, few, a while. A while. Yeah. And then. More spoilers. I don't fucking care. So there was this guy that's supposed to be like this lecherous rich man, and she's gung ho like, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck him so I can get his money." And when she when he rejected her, she fucking threw a tantrum in the middle of a party, like. Like like, the reason. I'm sorry. More on point. The reason why I choose her for best character design. Is because her entire being encapsulates that I'm shitty. <laughs> like she, she is that. There is no, never have. It's it's so rare to see a character so devoted to just being that with no real reason. Like there's evil characters that want to just murder and kill. Blah blah blah. Maybe they have some tragic backstory. Like I said, she kind of does. Where again, she's this priestess and she was used for war. And she was considered cannon fodder because she would just come back. So I guess you can call that tragic, but she is just the she is literally irreprehensible. And I I I, I love that so much about her character. Like it's just it's it's unapologet unapologetically goofily evil. I love it. Alright, that's fair. <laughs> I completely forgot about that wheelchair thing. Yeah. <laughs> like that's probably that's probably the the biggest selling point I have for this is that she, her entire design her entire design is cent- I don't want to say centered around it but like that is a main focus of it yeah, or mean, it's you, an inconvenience but I mean you can't ignore the wheelchair you know you, you really can't but she's only in it because she's fucking petty <laughs> exactly <laughs> she's such a bitch <laughs> I fucking love it oh oh uh, shit. All right, well, my best character design is uh, Kumiko from Spider. Oh, okay, okay. Because, so, okay, because when, when this anime first came out, I had my doubts. Because I was like, all right, we're getting one of those wacky isekai shows about random things now. We're getting, we're getting, spi- we got slime, we're about to get swords, we're about to get a spider. Uh, let me see how this goes, right? Right, right, right. Never have I been more invested in the life of a spider than I ever have been with other humans. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Like Kum- and the way and the way Kumiko was in the yeah, the way Kumiko was presenting herself, just um especially if you go at it at the angle that, that she's just going insane throughout the entire throughout the whole part of it, you know, mm-hmm. based on just survivability is just so interesting to watch. Um I mean, and not only yeah, that you're absolutely right. But not only that, like the fact that she's also like she technically has two like, you know, two designs. One being her cute, her, her cutesy self because that, that's what she that's what she you know sees herself as you know. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, she's actually just this terrifying fucking spider creature that yeah. you know is just a menace to society and to humans alike. Yeah. So the fact that there's a there's like a dichotomy between you know her version her vision of herself and then the humans vision of, of her, uh, I find that pretty cool that there's just those two uh, vi- uh, spectator versions of each other you know yeah and i'm i'm kind of sad that that doesn't translate in the manga yeah the manga has a different design uh based 
based off of uh, a different artist's interpretation. Mm-hmm. Why does the the manga not have like a like an what, what way like an evil spider mode or what do you mean? No, it doesn't have an evil spider mode. It's just her oh, really? cutesy stuff the entire time. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, granted, it's because the manga only tells the story from her perspective. Oh, I see. Okay, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever we see the evil spider form, it's because it's from the human's perspective. Right. Uh, from the show. I mean, it's probably a light novel thing. Then in that case. I can imagine because I, I can I can see a lot more descriptions of you know the, of Kumiko from the humans' perspective when they're like running around the dungeons or whatnot you know mm-hmm. so um, but yeah the fact that I was just so engrossed in how the spider you know how Kumiko was able to evolve from her little tiny little baby spider to uh, even up until before she turned into human her 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 mommy form you know mm-hmm. it was just so so intriguing and interesting to see her just. Essentially, talk to yourself the entire time. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, <laughs> and you just invest it in that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then she eventually did end up having a skill to have multiple personalities. True. So, if anything, that insanity kind of developed into an actual skill, mm-hmm. which ended up making her more, a lot more powerful in the long run. Right. So, I mean, it, I guess, I guess it be, uh, uh, it pays to be crazy. Oh, sense. absolutely, absolutely! Crazy, crazy characters that are done well and aren't just fucking raw XD are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going to go with uh, my best character design, uh, Kumiko. Okay. All right, best animation. Uh, this one was a little. This one was a little difficult because I had two that. Uh, were definitely uh, tied for it. Well, yeah, two that were definitely tied for it, but I ended up going with the one that I actually finished. Okay, um, gotcha. That, with uh, Vivi. Oh, Florite's okay. I song, yeah. Because I feel like, you know how some shows have a drop in quality in between, like, moments? Right. I feel like Vivi never had that. Okay, so it was very consistent then for you. Very consistent, and when it really wanted you to fucking... Really, really wanted to shine, it fucking did. Not only in its fight scenes, but also in its fucking... Um, in, like, its its artistry. When you tell me you got a close-up of Vivi, and you saw her plastic-ass face and her eyes. Mm. I just just all of that shit. I fucking... Uh, it's, it's, it, it's honestly gorgeous. It's honestly just gorgeous. Like, it, it's a, it's a, it, it, it almost hinges on the ridiculous side. Um, gotcha. Though I would have to say, uh, the runner-up for me in that in that kind of same vein would be uh, tacked up. Tacked up. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Because it's yeah, it's it's it was honest. It's honestly a fucking. I didn't again. I didn't finish it, which is why I didn't put it in this category. Because it might have beaten. It may very well have be- beaten Vivi. But I, since I didn't watch it, that I have to do is more of an honorable mention because the few episodes that I did see, um, fucking blew me away. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what about you? For me, might be an obvious choice. Uh, it's honestly it's for the same reason as yours. Uh, mm-hmm. for Vivi, uh, it's Mushiko Tensei, and mm-hmm. for all of it, for both seasons too, just because yep. how well consistent it was you can even tell it was split up in like what in a in a two season between two seasons like there was like eight months of separation between the two seasons you can't mm. you couldn't have t- you couldn't have tell that there was that much time separated in between the two 
Right. Yeah, no, it was it was absolutely phenomenal from start to finish. And like there's just it's the fact that they did go throughout the through the entire process of just making entire studio for it shows that they fucking love this project. Yeah, honestly. And even and even towards the beginning. So from when the beginning when things were nice and nice and happy go lucky up until when things were grim and dark, it never did shot down in quality. If anything, yeah. you know, when things got shitty, that's when things kind of picked up a little bit to like really really give us a feel for how grim the situation is or how how tense a certain situation was for some of our characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I always loved uh, I, I loved the one moment when Rudy was captured by the Beastman and he was just like, just like, he was giving a little narration of his little, uh, little shack, uh, shack yeah. pad. Mm-hmm. Just giving a little uh, tour of it. You know, I was like, I can all, the, the way he, the way it was, it, he was described and how it was shown, I can really smell how <laughs> and how uh, out of how, <laughs> out of place uh, the little his little cage was, you know, yeah. from society. So he was able to portray it ju- just the way he was able to uh, mention it as mm-hmm. in the show. So not only that, but when it picked up, it really fucking picked up. Like no, it it absolutely fucking did. It just it won- it made sure to try to steal your breath away in every moment, like in, in every action moment that it could. Mm-hmm. So and. I love that they also like, even when things picked up and then slowed down, it never dropped in quality. It just like, oh, we just revving up here because there's a there's a whole ass fight scene going on, but then we'll go back and it's still the same level of quality, even mm-hmm. when even when we're just like you know walking around trying to look for a boat or something, you know. Right. It's 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 being able to balance both, uh, is what I think, uh, makes a good, uh. Would which make what makes a good show have a good animation? Because I mean, I'm all one of the things that kind of annoy me. Side rant for a moment mm-hmm. here. One of the things that kind of annoy me is that how a lot of people would like to praise on just fight scenes alone. But if you can't like keep me engaged, even in the slow moments of the same show, then I feel like that takes it that takes it away. Uh, that, that takes away a lot of the show's quality. Uh, if it just heavily relies on like high impact fight scenes versus when it, it when it slows down, then it, it's no longer engaging in that way. If you can somehow have the animation be engaging in both aspects, I feel like that would make it that makes that, that's what makes it superior in that sense. So. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, sad rant over. Uh, <laughs> now we got our coming out here with the last big big uh, big four hitters here. First off, here we get best antagonist. Yeah, but so, so for best antagonist, like we said, I think yeah, about a year ago during the anime awards, mm-hmm. uh, we want we we talk about antagonists as being you know not only an antithesis to the uh, protagonist, but also someone who has their own ideals or even just have their own characters, not just being bad or evil because they're bad and evil, you know. Mm-hmm. It should they they gotta have you know proper reasons or even just like uh, even just their own reason that may seem kind of you know stupid or even just uh, stupid to you but it they're they're a hundred percent of it the entire time like they, they you you believe that they believe what they're what they're trying to spout uh, to you you know like they believe in their own bullshit you know right and and if not that at the very least they're just a very well designed like villain like they're just. They're on it, like they, 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 like they can show up on screen, and you're just you're worried about what they might do. Right. Like they're they a lot just, more they genuinely shaky. Exactly. Like they're a lot more competent than you would expect them to be. Right. So 
for me, I'm going back a little bit, back into uh, uh, winter 2021, John. Okay. So okay. for best antagonist, I'm going with Sukasa uh, Shishio from Doctor Stone Stone Wars. Okay. So, because I feel like definitely with the Stone Wars, this really hits Sukasa. Like this, this is pretty much a direct challenge to Sukasa, uh, in terms of what he's trying to do and what uh, the rest of the gang are trying to prevent him from doing. Especially with the oh, absolutely. Especially with the current power, uh, with the current, uh, uh, was it power shift during this part of uh, the series? Mm-hmm. So, because we all know that Sukasa's ideals for the world are a little bit loopy and all that, but the fact that he's still, uh, not I mean, not only was he also still able to stay true to what he wanted to do, but even in the end, towards the end of it all, he he still he still had uh, had time. Well, not even the time. He he had an open heart to listen to the opposition, not just shut them down. You know, that's true. He yeah, it's it's rare that you get a villain willing to willing to change their ideals. I mean, sure, it's usually after actually fighting them. Well, no, no, never mind. It's not that rare, I guess. Yeah, There's I mean, plenty of stories where villains will change their minds and become uh, join the good side. But the, the the Naruto effect, right? The Naruto effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, I, top I, no I, it's like I didn't have friends once, and then just put the fucking swing in, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, but yeah. No, I think Sukasa, even again, as you said, even though his fucking whole philosophy had thousands of holes in it, um, I think be, just purely based on what you said, they truly believe in their own, um, their own ideals, and to a small degree, they're kind of correct. But again, there's holes in that argument, so. Yeah, exactly. So that's where I'm going with my best antagonist. So mine's kind of uh, leaning more so on uh, the way I kind of just the sec my second description of a good antagonist, where they're just like they're a little haunting. Okay. Um, mine is uh, Miku from uh, the Ida the Ten Deities No Only Peace. And, I mean, it's it's a little bit of an umbrella, but she stands at the top of the anti- antagonist, even mm-hmm. though this show is a little weird on what the antagonist really is. Since it's since our main characters are the deities, they're their antagonists, but this could be very easily flipped around. But anyway, um, God, this uh, I guess it's got to take a little bit of explaining. So, the Edison gods are gods, blah, 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 whatever. They kind of just go around and do whatever they want. They usually don't interact with humans. However, Miku and, and crew are demons. Uh, not reincarnated, but they're offspring from the demons that old the old gods sealed away. And their goal is to bring back the old demons or make, you know, make themselves stronger, blah, 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 whatever. And they go about it in the... Uh, the worst way possible. <laughs> they are the the very definition of I don't give a shit about any other race other than my own. In mm-hmm. fact, they rarely they barely care about each other. They are they are very they are the definition of evil. And I say Miku's at the top of that because she, as a very rare character type for the antagonist side is the one that comes up with all the plans is always several steps ahead of the, 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 and is always several steps ahead of the main characters. 
she will plan her way out plan her way out of anything mm-hmm. to the point where um what, what was a good example she used uh toy manufacturing and small coded messages on those toys to send messages to the rest of the demons that got scattered after they had a scuffle with the uh, Edithim. Like, she fucking, she's brilliant. She's scarily brilliant that can just fucking see how the wind blows and tell you where your fucking address is. Like, I mean, that's not just, like, cunning. That's just complete, like, uh, strategy right there. Like, I uh, mean, I mean, it's, like I said, it's spooky. But, like, it, but that's just her her branch they these demons are fucking brutal like they don't they like i say they don't care like they really really don't care about humans or the each other and don't care about the edith like they will do some fucking horrible shit like fucking uh redo of heal, healer level shit to people <laughs> just to <laughs> just to get ahead Damn. um um it, it's it's just interesting to see how they're kind of separated from your standard morality system because they're from their perspective they are just doing it to survive which is why i kind of boost them up a little bit because while they're doing horrible shit they're not wrong to be trying to like keep themselves safe in the way that they do like it's I almost it, it's almost justified from what you're trying to say it's yeah it's almost justified if they weren't so awful <laughs> um but no, yeah, me, me, like I said, Miku in general is probably at the top of that because she is, she's, she basically carried the antagonist until now, until mm. like the end of the uh, story because of her fucking genius. And it is, it's always cool. I want to say it's always cool to see villains take that role where they're always a step ahead, but it's, it's in itself fairly rare. Mm. Like, it's not so much that, um, like, uh, the, the characters on the, the main characters aren't smart. Like, they have some pretty, some geniuses, too. But she just takes it to a whole other fucking level. Like, it's, right. like, even losses are her wins. Like, I mean, I, th- I think it's, like, uh, the, uh, it, it's based off of the level of the sheer, uh, sheer effort that she's going, that she's going through, you know? Like that that toy the the toy making factory thing alone is probably enough to like give you how much of an effort she puts even to something like that to communicate mm-hmm. to her companions you know yeah I mean she fucking and I guess to speak a little bit to her brutality there's a nun character that's reoccurring first episode she gets fucking raped by a bunch of uh, soldiers and is captured and in order to humiliate her because Miku is also a super duper sadistic in fact her regular dr- dress is just fucking uh, like dominatrix leather um, she fucking she would finger bang the nun and then make her like because she can predict predict people's train of thought like she would say like oh you like she would say like oh you wish it didn't stop didn't you and like almost at the exact same time that the nun was thinking it and just fucking freak her out. And I was like, oh my God, this person is fucking... That's some psychological damage right there. Yeah, exactly. She she was... She, it, it's, it's, it's horrific, but I fucking... It's so cool. Not the, you know, not the brutal parts, but the fact that 
it's all wrapped up in this one package. It's like, like what? I don't see. I don't see her losing. Period. Right. I she feel was. like she's going to be the last one of her entire kind, just out there somewhere, all the time, because she is. She's too much. I mean, that moment alone was like the ultimate gaslighter, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. <laughs> she's. It's. 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 It's spooky. Like, you could take. She fucking. She can. She figured out that some of her friends were being hurt. Some of her kin were being brainwashed. Literally had their brains surgically operated on. Just figured all that out from the very first meeting with them. Like they, they like brainwashed in a sense that they were still exactly themselves, but just weren't. They just were on the uh, the protagonist side. Mm-hmm. And she figured out figured that out from just fucking seeing them just like i mean and when she she explains it she usually explains all her fucking plans and it makes sense but it's like how like where, where are we how do, like, jesus chill ah oh, she's ah it's ah, i love her as, as shitty as she is uh that would be the example of um the opposite of the kind of shitty character, evil characters that uh, that I do like, like Grim. She is shitty in uh, the worst ways, while Grim is shitty in the best ways. Mm. You know, I wonder. I wonder if Miku's design is based off of actually Hatsune Miku. Oh, absolutely. She's got <laughs> like she's got the twin tail thing and everything. Yeah, like the exact style twin tails of Hatsune Miku. Mm. Even the same length too. Yeah. All right. Uh, after our best antagonist, we got best protagonist. Uh, for me, at least, at least for me, for my choice, best protagonist came to, uh, I, I came to choose was based off of how much, uh, I mean, how how much of an effort they they made during that their entire arc, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was literally decades of uh, of work for her to you know get to uh especially with the with the mission that she had to be on mm-hmm. so if you already know where i'm going with this uh my best protagonist is uh vivi from vivi florida ice song um basically i mean i i was pretty much in, uh, engrossed with her literally her hundred year journey mm-hmm. to uh to the end and still having to like hot fix even at the very last second to, to complete her mission but not only that but the fact that she was also able to learn what it was also to be what what uh what it was to to be what to live i guess you could say to be human essentially essentially yeah to be alive to be human um all through just the interpretation of writing a song like just one song mm. and i love the i love the way that's how that's how they uh, portrayed it because I assumed that her I, I thought her song was gonna be just like a little thing to like add on as far as developing goes but no that was like a few decades of just work of her figuring out what her song was in fact it's so cool because if I if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong I believe the song that she sung was the opening but I think every I couple episodes what was it not the opening or was it the ending no it was the ending I, I, I remember I was when I told you this yeah, yeah, yeah. so the so uh the the actual ending to the song, uh, when you when you watch the anime, it's just piano. There's no lyrics, no nothing. It's just the the melody, mm-hmm. uh, the piano melody. The 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 episode after she writes her song, 
then the lyrics kick in because the ending theme is Vivi's song uh, for the series, and that's mm-hmm. what defines her. That's when she. That's when she was able to figure out what it, what it meant to be human. I thought and it was re- so cool. I guess the re- if if you don't know why that's important, it's because she's an AI. Like she was yeah. designed to just she's designed designed to be a songstress and just sing very well, but. Um, of course, the whole idea of AI creating anything in a in a genuine way, not just like a oh, this is what sounds good to people, so throw it all together kind of way. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to create this because it represents me, kind of thing. Yeah, like for the for for an AI to be able to create something represent, representative of themselves, that's a whole level of uh, self awareness that you know, goes beyond uh, artificial intelligence, you know? Right. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, and... and that's, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what else. I mean, granted, how, and how everything ended, too, is a little melancholy, but I felt like yeah. she... She she completed... She did what she needed to do after 100 years, mm-hmm. uh, even with uh, the ending that she got. So I do appreciate, um, it because there's plenty of there's uh, hundreds of uh, hundreds plenty of shots in the show where you get close up of her eyes, which I was talking about it before, mm. and it's always the kind of cybernetic like look to her eyes because again she's an she's a ro- AI robot android whatever you want to call it, but in I think it was in that last scene the very last scene of the show when they did the final close up of her face she had human like eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, just a little, just a little, you know, little, little, little something for the for the viewer. Exactly, a little nod. Still gave, still gave me some some uh, uh, existential depression as usual. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, if anything, like I said, uh, when I when I first uh, finished the show, it, it gave me the exact same kind of feeling when after I finished Near, uh, <laughs> yeah, when I, when I first played through it. <laughs> Fucking a. So. But I, we we uh, the the fact that we get to see Vivi go through her hundred years, and so that journey was, that journey was probably one of the most uh, eye catch eye catching things for especially for an, uh, for an AI, you know. Mm. So that's for my best protagonist, Jaron. So mine is your best girl, good old Kumiko from Ooh. I'm so I'm a spider. Okay. Now, yes, there are plenty of other characters that are better than her, for sure. Plenty of other protagonists that did their job better than she did. Had actual character growth that made sense. Had, like, you know, like a clear-cut, like, just... Just in general, we're better. Sure, 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 sure. And she is great for every reason that you said, Jomo. She is, you know, the whole thing. Kumiko? Yes. Yeah. My main reason for picking her specific is specifically because of her anime mm-hmm. she carried the entire <laughs> show on her back <laughs> like, everything else about and everything else that was not about her was dog shit <laughs> and she was like this yeah. is gonna be the one uh, this is gonna be at least a fucking 7.5 i have to fucking kill myself over and over to get and she did she she forced this show to be to be more than decent to like, be above average like when you when you have a show 
that has people in the forums questioning if they should even watch an episode with just the humans in it. And like, oh, we're not gonna be missing much. Like, if they're argue, if you got people arguing, if there's even a point to watching side content that obviously ties into the main content, and they just want to watch a spider, I think that says something. That absolutely says something. Her entire journey was hella interesting. This is my, I, I've, I've mentioned it before about the show and about slime and stuff like that. I love the whole leveling journey. That's the entire fucking show, at least up to a certain point. Mm. Um. So I was absolutely enamored by everything she did, every skill she gained. Because we were there when she, we saw almost every single skill she gained as she got it. Oh yeah, if I remember correctly, um, it, they might have been like jumbled and like just stuffed into all you know all the, the 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 game screens that showed up. But you still at least could keep a record of what she gained. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it's so rare. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I've ever seen it before. Where it's literally like, every, like literally everything else about the show is awful except for her. <laughs> literally everything else. I, I, like, I don't, I'm, I don't like any of the other characters but her. And I still, if today, if I had to rate it, I'd give it an, an, the eight that I gave it on uh, my anime list. Oh wow! Okay. Because of her. Because of Kumiko. Because of Kumiko. Because of everything she went through. I like it's 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 crazy to me. It's it's actually insane. I think she deserves that. Not because she in in particular is a good character, but because as a character she she carried a show yeah. on her own. Not even that, like she carried it as, in her monster form. You right. Know? Exactly. Like <laughs> never have I fallen in love with a spider so much. Exactly. <laughs> I mean I think I mean this is this is pretty much like uh that's because it's it's pretty much our version of a uh uh uh, manifestation manual before a spider, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, it's... It's... It's hilarious. It's just so funny to me how well... How good she did. Like, uh, you know, like, you have to give her props for that. You have to give her props that she saved her own show. Mm, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Like, uh, I mean, kudos to the team that had to work... Had to just work on Kumiko. Because, god damn, I don't, know, I don't know what the other team was doing. I know they were outsourcing, but still, Jesus. They were fucking shitting themselves. That's what they were doing. Because, I mean, I'll, I'll give them this. I'll, granted, I'll give them that they that they put effort into a fight scene. Never do that shit again. Like, <laughs> when I saw them attempting a, a normal 2D fight scene, I was like, all right, that was shit. I'll admire yeah. the effort, but don't do that ever again. You yeah, disgust just, me. Yeah, that Leave was... back to Spider, because the Spider was Ooh. a lot more entertaining. Ooh boy, ooh boy! It, for, it felt like for every positive she brought, like the human kids brought a negative. <laughs> right, exactly. But she she gave you enough positives, more than enough positives, to still like the show, to still say, yeah, I enjoyed that. I would recommend it, but just don't watch like half of it. <laughs> like that. That's just funny to me. That's why she gets best protagonist for me. So I guess it's a little bit more meta, but. Like, I just, I can't think, I mean, that, if, if that doesn't deserve it, I don't know what does. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. Kumago for the win, jeez. Yeah. Alright, best director. Alright. So, you thought I wouldn't be able to find somewhere to put this in, Duran. For best director... Yeah. Not only was it, not only is this director yeah. the mm-hmm. the ch- the chat amongst chat directors, mm-hmm. yep. the only director to yep. 
cover this series. Sure was. And you know what else you're on? I found out. Uh-huh. This yeah. was his first full directed <laughs> anime. Every other thing he did mm. were, were episode directions and maybe uh, animation direction. He was the. This was his first full on director position. Yep. For this series, I'm giving best director the Chad the the legend to the, even people in Mal are calling him the Chad the legend himself. Uh huh. Takuya Asuaka, the director mm-hmm. of Redo of Healer. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I knew it was gonna come up somewhere. <laughs> no, just think about it, Jaron. Like, re- the fact that this director had to pro- he probably had to go through the original source material, and he's like, you know what? We can keep like ninety percent of this. <laughs> we can probably do like ninety percent of this. You know? Oh my god. Does it matter, Jaron? Does it imagine being your first director job and like, all right, Redo Healer. This is what you got. You have to make it good. You have to sell it. You really got to sell it. <laughs> oh, he sold it all right. He the, fucking did. The fact that he fucking sold it and probably just and 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 made so many people uncomfortable, even myself. He did an awesome job. Like I, I don't mean, I don't know what kind of position he was in. I don't know how many ener- I don't know how much energy energy drinks he had to like stock up on or any medication he had to go through just to stay on on point with everything, but my my man you are you are you are brave. Now, granted, he hasn't worked anything else since Redo Healer, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I demand more work as a as a director from Takuya Asoaka. I mean, he did too good of a job Redo Healer, and maybe that's the problem. But I think that is a strength. You could definitely argue it's too much of a problem. <laughs> and you know, here, here, how about this? Once Parallel Paradise is greenlit, give it to Takuya Asoaka. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> He will bring that shit to life. I'm going to be smelling the love juices oh. if this anime were directed by him. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> you, know, you, know you know how juicy that manga gets. That's an understatement. <laughs> Flooding. <laughs> Flooding. That's the fucking... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought you were going to put it, put him in Best Boy or something. No, 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 no. That would have been too easy. No. I had yeah. to be discreet about this one. The fact, That's fair. The fact that this is also like Asuaka's, uh, uh, I don't know, this is also Asuaka's first directing role, like, I'm going to give him props because I don't even know what he was thinking when he was, like, brought up on this project. Like, all right, mm-hmm. uh, make this make this rape scene much more uh, vivid or some shit like I that. Need to, I, need, I really need to make it feel like you're raping them. <laughs> like, imagine talking to the voice actors and actors, like, all right, really feel like you're getting impaled, like, forcefully, right? So, like... Scream uh, a little more. Yeah, how do you fucking? How did you direct <laughs> someone through that? Like, how do I don't? I can't. I wouldn't even. I don't. I don't even know. Like, how I couldn't. I couldn't imagine it. I could not imagine it. Exactly. I guess that's why I'm not a professional. But like, goddamn. Like, I gotta give him some props for just take like taking it seriously. You know what I mean? I mean, you have to. He just fucking broke through it and was like, <laughs> "Let's do it." Exactly. Like, I mean, the the same thing with the director of uh uh uh. Fuck. Uh... Ah, fuck. I, I, I forgot the uh, brothel anime. Duran, help me out here. Uh, 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 uh Ishka reviewers. Yeah, same thing with the, same thing with the director of Ishka reviewers. You know, trying to keep it as genuine as you can towards the source material. I mean, brave and just I don't know, very professional too. So I gotta give a I gotta give uh, Takuya Asawaka props for this. And if he's known to just start directing these kind of series, hell, just give it to all of them. Give it to him, you know? 
I mean, he did well. He, he did well. He did, you know. So, that's my props. And this is probably the only place where I can really put Redo Healer seriously, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you'd be able to put it too many other places. No, but I think this is a reasonable one, you know. Yeah. Just thinking about it, you know, because I don't know what I, I. I feel like you need a team of people to do Redo Healer, but no, this is this guy was like, yeah, I'll be director of this, and I'm gonna just uh. Figure it out with my team, and we'll see how we fuck people. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm giving him. I'm giving him his props where props are due. That is fair, and uh, it's a relatively similar vein, um, but not as uh, veiny. Uh, um, oh, like his dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I give uh, the director for Vivi Florite's I Song. Ooh. Uh, my vote for best director of the year, uh, Shinpei Izaki, um, bringing this new original project to life, I think is honestly, anybody that's able to do that, just say, all right, this is new. I'm going to make this one of the fucking best things in the world. And he fucking just fucking kills it. Exactly. Especially working, Absolutely fucking kills it. Especially working with the writer of ReZero. Like, I, I'm yeah. sure there was a big back and forth between the two of them, but like y'all did a pretty good job. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, this guy's he does have a few more things under his belt. Um, he's directed uh, um, actually quite a few things. Um, let's see. Hanebato, one of my favorites. Um, mm. He did... Uh, I just saw it. Chief. He's chief director of... What the fuck's this called? Uh, oh, the Woodpecker Detective's Office. Uh, that one's a little older. I'm well, not that old. It came out in 2020. Uh, but yeah, he's got a couple of them under his belt where he was lead designer. But like, he fucking he absolutely slayed it here. Like, it's 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 always impressive to see someone take, like I said, take a new project and just make it one of the best things you could ever possibly fucking see. Mm-hmm. And I I'm pretty sure when we initially talked about it, I said Vivi was probably a you know, one of the like uh, Paramount shows of this anime generation, I still fucking hold that. I still hold that opinion. Absolutely. And thanks to Shinpei, that like, he he fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Or it, I guess I should say Izaki-san as the uh, proper way to address him. That's true. Though I don't know how they feel about us dirty foreigners, I refer to them. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, as, as gaijins. Uh, gomen nasai. Gomen nasari. <laughs> <laughs> go, uh, uh, go, man, my bad. Go, man, my bad. <laughs> uh, what, what else but, we got? This is the last. This is we're at we're at the end. We're at the very end. We're just at over two hours. This is probably one of our most quicker. Uh, well, we only had uh full. We only had final final results instead of nominations. So. True. Um, so whenever, whenever the Country Anime Awards do come out in terms of their voting process, we will definitely let you guys know, and we'll definitely, you know, put an our right opinion about uh, out of their nominations, which is the right one, right. if they have the right nominations. In. I mean, they won't. They, they won't. won't. Let's be honest. True. But uh, until then, for the wannabe abu, uh, what for the wannabe abu anime awards for anime of the year. Uh, according uh, with between the two of us, uh, mm-hmm. our own our own anime of the years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I chose my anime 
for anime of the year just from coming out of the woodwork after years of just existing and all and always being used and as an example uh for future series i think this is the gold standard for a genre that is ever popular and ever evolving today yeah, I was I was honestly just gonna say, let's just be honest, we both chose the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we chose these lists separately, we definitely chose the same enemy of the year. Oh shit. And I I, I think this is probably a great example of how, you know, a studio should operate and be able to uh craft a show seamlessly as well as giving their uh you know both the fans and also the studio uh workers their fair share of rest and just full-on props so Mm -hmm. jaron if you will uh (laughs) yes anime of the year for the wannabe boo pod the wannabe boo podcast goes to drum roll please I don't know if I uh, heard that. <laughs> One Direct Priority. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Muchigo Tensei. I was about to say, like, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> I did not know we were going to swing that way. <laughs> <laughs> and we we're counting for both part one and part two. Just the entirety of the franchise. Because I mean, it's because it was all in 2021. Exactly. It was literally all. I mean, the whole childhood arc was in 2021 because we're going to get the young adult arc next year. So, Right. I don't I mean as as the this uh, I, I've always said this before especially when it first was uh, being advertised uh, way back then this being the origin of isekai like the grand the grandfather of isekai shows I feel like mm-hmm. this is a good standard the golden standard to isekai shows so. though I mean it's not exact story wise yes absolutely story wise yeah. absolutely minus him being a pedophile but oh, yeah obviously you can, now, yeah. you can you can pick up and dropping the few things but you know in terms of like structure sure. and how you how you handle like uh other world uh uh teleporting mechanics this is probably one of the one of one of the best examples of it because i'm sure i because I, oh. I know there's other isekai shows that have done it phenomenally but having this being the first one and doing it as a such did a did an, uh, a phenomenal job of at representing this version of the isekai genre Absolutely. Though I will say, as far as um, now we, we've talked about talked about it quite a, uh, quite a bit, even just in this episode with animation and stuff like that, it's not exactly fair because they did get an entire studio dedicated to them of veterans. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, I that doesn't it, diminish their quality. Yeah, I think it shows how much like faith there is to the series and the project. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that they were open. I don't know who came up with the idea, but the fact that the idea was brought up that they had to make a separate studio just for this series has a lot of faith in mm. the property itself. You know? Yeah, it, it, right. It just has a, it has, says a lot about the source material that they tr- they knew without a doubt that this that studio would be able to survive for however fucking long it's going to take for them to complete the story, just based off of it itself and bringing the animation quality with it. Like I would, I would be hard. I would be genuinely surprised. Well, no, I guess I guess I won't be that surprised if Crunchyroll doesn't pick it as their anime of the year again because main character's a pedophile. But if they if they do, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. But 
I'm I'm kind of leaning leaning towards that. That is enough that they won't. <laughs> yeah, true, but uh, other other than the downside, uh, the downsides of some of our character, our, our one character, mm-hmm. Wishgo Tensei does probably a lot of things right. Or and, I mean. I mean, I wouldn't just say a lot of things right. I think it does everything right. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I would. I would. I would genuinely just say that I don't think. Again, stay for the main character's fl- biggest flaw. Um, that there was anything ever wrong with this show. I think everything it could have done, it did perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like it's like again, just from the basic animations, the opening scenes. The um now I guess you could say the ending theme's not like the best. It's fairly unmemorable. If there, I don't even remember if there is one to no, be honest. There are, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There are. But so the, it's like, like ironically, the openings that have no opening is actually more memorable than the endings that actually have endings. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You can remember. You can easily just picture those very slow moments as it just kind of pans around whatever the group's doing, whatever Rudy's doing, mm-hmm. and just feel yourself slowly slipping into the mindset for the show. Uh, so it did that well. The 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 score for it. I mean, again, it didn't win either of our um, score of the years, but it still was great great enough to really sell this world, like sell every scene that was uh, given to us. Mm-hmm. Like I think it also takes us back to like when you know when anime really is like musical tensei takes us back to like how anime is also a craft you know yeah and it's mm-hmm. all right for it to be not only action-packed and hyped but also pretty at the same time you know right like it's art like at the end of the day it's also another piece of uh artistic medium that we all enjoy or are entertained by mm. so i love that it's also like just vibrant and beautiful to look at as well as engaging and uh investive with its storytelling and action scenes Mm-hmm. And just really, just reminding you that the background, the like the background artists for this, uh, for this anime in general, deserve to be throated and or what's uh, what would be the female equivalent? Uh, for uh, for women, well, the 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 equivalent to being throated for a guy. Oh, wait, what do you mean by throated? Deep throat. Oh. Uh, what now? No, there's got to be a shorter word for it. Um, uh, clit bit? No. Uh, Handsome reward for being <laughs> <laughs> for their their fucking location designing. Like, oh my god! It like yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Honestly, that's 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 one of that's probably one of my favorite part of um of Mushiko Tensei is that. The art of the world itself is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. So, and like I know this is looking back. This is probably looking. Sorry, not looking back. Looking far into the future, right? Because mm-hmm. eventually, you know, eventually, Mushiko Tensei is going to end. We're going to have, we're going to have everything be animated, be done. And I hope the stu- the studio sticks around and does, make, like like singular singular projects, like something else. Just singular projects uh, after they're done with Mushiko Tensei, because I because. I feel like the studio has so much potential uh, moving forward outside of Mushiko Tensei, when, especially when they're done with the series. I mean, I agree with you. I do hope they do, but I feel like, or at least until we see what the result of this trend is, because mm-hmm. it's not just Mushiko Tensei, th- at least as far as this season goes, that got a brand new studio just to work on it. There were a few 
there was at least one or two others. I don't remember what they were. Though. Oh, was there? Yes. Ah, uh, fuck. What? You know the anime that they worked on? Yeah, the anime they worked on. There was. No, do you remember which which anime they worked on? I I don't remember which one. Oh, okay. I unfortunately do not remember. I do know it was at least one or two that got a new studio to work on it. I think I want to say Vivi was one of them. No, studio, uh, no, Vivi was with uh, Wit. Was that Wit? Okay, yeah, that's Wit. That was Wit. Someone, there was some other group. I don't remember which fucking one. Don't fucking remember which other one. Was it? Was it Peach Boy Riverside? No. Uh, I know there was one other. I just don't remember which one. I mean, if you want, if you want to like count Orange, maybe since they're still re- revolutionizing uh, CG. Yeah, but. It's not a uh, yeah. Uh, uh, not I don't really count that. <laughs> I wouldn't really count that since they've uh, they've made uh, a couple other shows beforehand. Mm. Like just like literally made this year a brand new studio just for this show. Mm. Maybe there wasn't. Maybe I'm fucking crazy. Maybe that's in fact that might have just been next season. Oh okay. And we're not counting um, XR. Do better I mean, that's, that's technically a new. Uh, <laughs> you can tell. You can definitely tell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can tell that something happened. After all this time, no. we're still we're still cracking on XR. You gotta remind them. <laughs> you got. You can't let them forget that they were shitty. Never forget you were shitty. Never forget and do better. That's all we can ask is you were shit before. Make us believe you're not shit anymore. Oh, oh, Studio, Studio Oz. Next season, uh, there's an anime. Oh, Oz. Okay. Uh, uh, uh that's yeah, that's coming out. That's getting its own studio, Studio Oz. Oh, so Sabi Kui Bisco. Yeah, I think okay. this was done by uh, 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 light novel author that we know. I don't remember who though. Hmm. Or no, that was oriented. I'm thinking of that had a well, the manga uh, too. Yeah, but you know, I, I I I do agree with you. I do hope Studio uh, what is it, Egg Firm? Uh, yeah. Uh, continues to do more, but we'll just have to see what the what the result of this trend is. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I'm still here, ready for more Mushiko Tensei. We still got a few more, probably like what eight seasons left. You know. We're just getting. We we just finished the childhood arc. Childhood arc. We get to see his young adult arc next year, um, and then after that, we'll just keep getting more of this beautiful piece of work. Yeah, so. boy. And uh, look forward to this. Uh, you know this 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 form of video or video <laughs> podcast episode at the towards the end of every season. Uh, or yes. Year. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, our first episode was the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, so true um but yeah what do you guys think did you do you guys agree with our uh, nom- uh our lists per category we don't care because these are our opinions we they, yeah. these matter only only our our opinion matters let me know if you agree with me <laughs> um if you have if you disagree and you want to talk about what you think actually is the anime uh, anime of the year make sure to find us on facebook or catch us live streaming so we can you can talk shit about uh talk trash to us live you know yeah, boy. So, other than that, uh, keeping well, we'll be keeping an eye out for any of the twenty uh, for the next twenty twenty two anime uh, Crunchyroll Anime Awards 
postings and listings. Uh, we'll make sh- we'll make sure to keep you guys up to date with that and do a whole episode as usual. And as always, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading us. Uh, thank you again to Anchor.fm for sponsoring us so that we can provide you guys with quality content every week. And as always, my name is Jamal Socorro. My name is Jerron Gaddis. And we are the Wannabe Boo Podcast, where we bring the latest and greatest game anime news, reviews, and waifus for laifu. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Matane!